Um, we're live. We're live. Let's do it. Um, okay, so like as I was saying, what do you think of this like whole situation going on right now? Jason Kenny screwed up. I don't really follow politics that much, but I've been hearing a lot about it too. Like, what is it? How did he screw up? Well, I don't follow politics either. I'm just on the bandwagon, you know. Like Jason Kenny just screwed up. <laughs> but how? Nobody knows. No, it's like he keeps like bouncing back and forth, you know, like he opens the province and then he's oh, like, yeah. oh, like, sorry guys, my bad. Mm-hmm. I like, guess it wasn't the right call. Like for during a, a Calgary stampede. Yeah. Everything was open. Everything was open. Like, did you go to the stampede? Yeah, I did. Like the last day when it was I free. I did too, yeah. Yeah, and it was like really fun. I, I just went to the Nashville North tent uh-huh. to get, you know, yeah, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Russian thing. Typical Russian thing, yeah. <laughs> Good times. Uh-huh. Did you go like with friends? Yeah, I did. I went with some friends. How many? Um, it was like a group of five of us, I think. Oh, okay. So. Was it fun? It was fun, right? It was fun, but I don't remember. <laughs> I never had alcohol, so I don't know like oh. how it feels like. Alcohol is. When you're like drunk, drunk. It ruins people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. I know it does. It's like fun, and then it's not fun, and you're like, oh. What is the point beyond which it gets like not fun? When you get addicted to it? Yeah, or like when it like controls your life, or like every time you get drunk, you get blackout drunk. Well, like how how many is like the limit? This it's like different for different okay, people, right? So like usually like two drinks an hour is like drunk, and like one two drink drinks an, an hour. hour? Is, yeah, okay. And one drink an hour is like tipsy. Uh huh. And, like, you know, like, you pound back, like, seven beers in, like, one go, and you're, like, messed up. Holy fuck. Seven beers as in, like, is is one beer equivalent to, like, one cup or no? Yeah, like, one drink. So, a drink is measured different ways. So, like, Uh uh, 40% alcohol is, like, a shot. Yeah. And then 16 ounces for, like, 15% alcohol. So, like, that's wine in a wine glass. And then, like, a beer is whatever the standard drink is. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, different. Right. So, like, one drink is different, but also you metabolize it differently based on, like, What drink it is. Your body. Oh, yeah, Yeah. different people's body react differently too, right? So, like, one drink could affect one person differently than another Mm -hmm. person, so to speak, but... I heard, like, Europeans have, like, a higher tolerance towards alcohol. Because it's, like, culturally... It missed me. Really? Yeah, I actually can't flush alcohol. Oh, like your I, face yeah, gets red. Yeah, I don't red? have the enzyme, whatever it is. It's like A four D something. A four D D H or something. Yeah, but you get like the the red thing on your face, like rash type thing. Oh, I have Not a picture. Rash. Do you want to see? Sure. <laughs> it, it's really. Usually Asians have that. Yeah, Not it's Russians. called Asian glow. Yeah. And I think I got it from my mom. Do you have like any Asian ancestry? Do you know? Well, we did like an ancestry test, uh-huh. like twenty three and me, I think it was. Yeah. But I didn't do it. My siblings did it, but it was like four percent unidentified Asian. Oh wow! So, I mean, you are from Kazakhstan, right? Yeah, I was born in Kazakhstan, but I'm mainly like European. Uh huh. What but did it say? Mom... Like your ancestry mostly European? Yeah, I think it was like seventy eight percent European for my sister and like. 60 something percent mm-hmm. for my brother so i haven't taken it but i do want to take it because yeah uh you Just know how you, you inherit want. different traits from your parents it's like 50 percent, 50 percent from your yeah, parent. yeah 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 
but it can be like say you have like 50 percent or like 50 green beads from your mom yeah and like 10 green beads for your dad and like uh-huh. 40 orange beads so you can get any mixture of right. those right so it's like different for every well you're really good at like explaining this shit <laughs> analogy well, yeah i guess so but you know like for them it's different than it would be for me so i yeah. want to know mine right because you have a unique combination different yeah. from theirs but you you should still probably have the same same somewhat yeah that's same. why it's, it's like my sister is like 70 something my brother yeah. is like 60 something percent european so i'm probably like also mm-hmm. that much european but my mom so she's we make fun of her because she looks very asian okay so she we we make fun of her and go like choop and that's like um because she's from siberia and mm-hmm. she looks like she's from siberia oh okay yeah. i don't know what that looks like like asian <laughs> yeah like a little bit but um yeah yeah because like, in kazakhstan they also uh well a lot of people that have like seen from kazakhstan they kind of look asian to me like you yeah, guys have like the mongolian ancestry and yeah it's a heavy mongol influence yeah but yeah i can't really find a good picture but like on my cheek it's like really red Fuck. like i get it's like, red red uh i have I get like splotches sometimes. <laughs> Shit. Which is kind of not fun. So I guess you get it from your like mom's side then. Uh, yeah, she's allergic to alcohol, but like this was my chest one time. Holy fuck. It's like really bad sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes better it looks than like, others. It looks like you got like a tan almost. Yeah. Like a suntan. I remember like the first time I was drunk, drunk. I was 15. I was <laughs> volunteering with my friend. Yeah. And it was her 18th birthday. So like mm-hmm. we knew each other from volunteering and I just went like went over there and i was like oh whatever i won't drink Mm -hmm. but i drank and it was your first time drinking yeah like my first time like drinking yeah yeah i got like so red and her mom was like i'm gonna go to jail like i gave alcohol to a minor and like she's allergic like we have to take her to the ambulance but Uh so what happens if you're like allergic to it like do you like get a reaction from it like other people do like like, hot and splotchy kind of like what you get so you are are you allergic or i would say i'm allergic but i ignore it because it doesn't really affect me i just yeah clearly yeah it doesn't affect you yeah maybe maybe i get drunk faster than most people because i can't like flush it out Uh so it like stays in my face that's why i get red Uh because i can't like get rid of yeah because the enzyme doesn't work to break it down Uh in my body so it just like stays there right and i get hot and splotchy it's like it's fascinating because it's probably because like those asian cultures didn't drink that much alcohol compared to like the europeans or maybe drank different types of alcohol that's why they're i've tried like experiments where i like drink like gluten-free vodka or like uh-huh. something else but it's all the same so i was like oh it's alcohol what about like rice alcohol or some shit like um what is it called like soju or oh i'm blanking on the name i went to vancouver and i wanted to go to an izakai which is a japanese pub specifically for that asian drink that asian alcohol drink i can't remember what it is but soju is korean Uh oh i can't remember i'm gonna google it because i need to know (laughs) me the young jamie do do you listen to the joe rogan podcast no you don't no you should it's really good 
he has this one guy who like searches up stuff. Sake. That's what it is. Sake. All right. I I've couldn't heard of remember. It. Sake. Yeah. What does he say? Joe Rogan. What? Oh, no. I was going to say like he has this guy on his podcast who just like fact checks him all the time. Oh. He's just that's like, gonna he's be in me. the corner. I'm, I literally need to <laughs> fact check everything. Yeah, that's what remi- that's what it reminds me of when you pull out your phone to check it. Because I need to know. Like, yeah. uh, I recently broke up with my boyfriend, but him, he used to like spout like a bunch of like nonsense all the time. I'm like, uh-huh. where did you hear that? Like, so you have to like fact check. Yeah, it. I would constantly like, no, like that's not right. Like, Shit. don't say that. Like, I don't know where you heard that. Uh-huh. But I'm that type of person. I have to like know the facts, mm-hmm. or else. You don't want to say... I think it's university did that to me. Mm -hmm. I took this one class, Anthropology of Science, and it talked a lot about, like, scientific misinformation. And, like, especially during, like, the COVID-19 era, like, there has been a lot of, like... Bullshit going on on the internet. Yeah, like, you know, like, people just saying whatever. So it's, like, especially, like, important to, like, go out and do your own research and formulate your own opinions. What have you found through your own research? I'm curious. Like for the COVID-19 vaccine and like the pandemic itself. Well, um is it like as crazy as they say it is? Like it I don't think so. Like I I'm not really sure how to make of this COVID-19 pandemic situation. Yeah. But like with the vaccine and everything, I totally get the hesitancy around it. And like, I'm willing to have those conversations with people and like say like, hey, like, I know the vaccine seems like it was developed really fast, but like, you know, like a lot of research and money went into it and it's been 10 years in the making mm-hmm. because um, so they started developing these um, mRNA vaccine um, vaccines. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago and it just so happened to be ready in time for the pandemic like they were already working on this conspiracy maybe maybe they had a plan of it already maybe it's a pandemic but that's where your own like information comes in like you do your own like Research. research but there is still like all those like conspiracy theories and like pandemic but do you think it is like a coincidence that it just just so happened that the the mrna vaccine like literally got finished like all the research and everything right when we needed it it kind of seems like it is a a little like sketchy yeah like i would say but you know like for me the benefits outweigh the risks and you know like i kind of want life to go back to normal so i'm like just jab me like i want to go out and see my friends the thing is you got to keep getting shots like booster shots like booster shots yeah probably like every month I, in a few in a few months probably it could be the case like i'm not sure we'll have to see like how this pandemic develops but um but are you like willing to do that to get like shots every single month just to just for life to go back to quote-unquote normal i don't know like i i have my two whatever mandated vaccines and i think they approved a third booster shot they did but yeah. it's still tentative mm-hmm. and i think that's only because this vaccine or this uh, virus keeps mutating and you know now we have like the delta, delta variant. variant yeah but the thing with like viruses is like they infect a host and then sometimes two of the same viruses can infect a host and then they mutate so right. say you got in ver- um, infected with like variant delta and mm-hmm. beta mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they form like this new like super virus right and you know like i don't know if that's true though like it can two viruses come together and create a new in certain virus? cases i'm not sure if that's true for, for coronaviruses because you know um 
SARS. SARS mm-hmm. is also a coronavirus, and we saw yeah. the same like pandemic situation, like whatever mm-hmm. in two thousand five. But uh, I wasn't cognizant Me in two thousand five. Like I don't huh. remember what that pandemic looked like. But I remember my family saying that we lived we lived in Kazakhstan. Um. In 2005, yeah. No, in 2002, but my remember my family talking about this. Now it's not making sense to me, but as I'm saying, but they were in this, Whole like, life quarantine. Is a lie. Yeah, maybe my life is a lie, you know? <laughs> I think we all just need to, like, relax and do a little bit more drugs, like weed and shrooms, and, like, maybe Honestly. everyone will chill out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Also, this, like, election. Yeah, oh my god. Can you believe Such Justin fucking Trudeau? chaos. <laughs> I didn't even vote. You didn't vote? <laughs> no. You should have voted. I just I just think that, like, none of these political parties have, like, a good agenda to, like, you know, move the world forward. All of their... I, I do agree with you on that one. Like, there's not one political party that represents my views. But, like, you Which, call an election, yeah. you have to vote, you know? Like, it's True. your civic duty. Exercise your yeah. rights or whatnot. I'm just saying, like, you can't complain about Justin Trudeau if you didn't vote. Oh, no, I'm not complaining about anything. I'm just saying you should vote if you want to complain. <laughs> but what's the point? You know, we keep com- complaining and the same shit keeps happening over and over again. That's true. I think and we just gotta, like, like... He called the election we got the same results, you know? Mm-hmm. like w- Was it supposed to be the election this year or, like, two years from now? Two years from now. So he called an election so he could get a majority government. Mm-hmm. But the risk did not pay off and he's right. still in he a didn't. Mon- minority government right so he, i think he said if he doesn't get his way he's gonna call another election in 18 months what the fuck so we might be voting a lot so he can he can do that if he wants yeah technically you can call an election like after a set amount of time and i mm-hmm. think it's the 18 months mm-hmm. i'm not sure but like fact check um whoever joe rogan <laughs> joe checker. rogan the joe rogan uh, fact be, checker uh, jamie jamie yeah jamie we need a jamie we do need a jamie when i get a studio yeah i'm gonna hire a jamie i'll, I'll be the jamie I'll be sure like, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll hire you i'll give you like you know 50 percent of all i get because you're technically whoa, half of it what that's so much i'd take like 20 sure 20 why not? But I'll probably make like 20 bucks per episode or whatnot. I make really? $0 right now. Oh, well, oh, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I'm just you starting out. You don't make out. any money off your podcast? Not yet, no. It's very hard. There's like billions of podcasts out there. How do you like get in the process of like... Starting a podcast? Yeah, like I thought about it like stupidly <laughs> because I have a lot to say. Yeah, me all too. All the time. Uh-huh. But like what made you like start a podcast? Well, like... There was moments in, like, especially when COVID hit, I would, like, hang out with friends, especially this, like, Polish guy that I know. You're like, dang, I wish that was on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we would talk for hours about shit like this, like, conspiracies and stuff, and, like, life, religion, and everything. I'm like, damn, I could, like, really, you know, start a podcast and, like, put it out on on the internet and shit. I think, like, one of my friends brought it up as a joke in the gym, like, yo, you should start a podcast, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I actually thought about it, and I'm like, shit, that's actually a pretty good idea. And then I was like... Oh, but I'll have to like invest a lot of money and need like a studio, microphones and everything. But turns out it's actually very easy to start a podcast. Yeah, like you have this whole setup and it yeah. works just fine. Yeah. And like it's your a small... podcasts are like professional. Like they don't yeah. like, look like you the made best. them in a basement or something. Yeah, the mic quality is actually pretty good. Yeah. These are 80 bucks each, like the whole pack. That's 
pretty good. Yeah, so 160 plus, so 260 for everything. I talk to myself sometimes. Maybe I'll just buy an $80 microphone and go. Yeah, why not? Anyone, like, literally anyone can start a podcast these days. And this whole entire setup just cost me 260 plus I don't pay anything monthly. And then once you start making money off your podcast, then your investment will pay off. Pay off, exactly. Well, like, that'll take a few, maybe months or years, though, because I need, like, a few more listeners. So how you make money off a podcast is basically like advertising or like sponsorships. And for like and for both of them Your you need, VPN. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. You need you need companies to like sponsor you to like give you a certain amount of money for like certain amount of views. For both of them you need like a you need to show them that you have enough viewers per month and I don't mm. yet. You I get need like better marketing. I'm trying like advertising and shit, but it's hard in the beginning. It's very hard. How like, long have you had this podcast for? About a year now. About a year. Year and one month. About. About. Yeah, but it takes like years, as in like ten years, twelve yeah, years to get, sometimes. Like, a foothold. Yeah, to to like build trust in the podcast community. Like, where's your podcast? Like on all the podcast. Platforms? Yeah, it's everywhere. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music dang and no one Everywhere. listens <laughs> well people, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> people do listen but like mostly friends and stuff you know yeah some like other people i guess stumbled yeah, I was like oh like seems on this podcast i'll yeah. listen to that one yeah, yeah and annika was there too that one was really good that was, was like three or four hours long almost i it wasn't like what you posted like two and a something hours like, two what two and two hours and like some minutes it might have no, been it was like, like three hours and 45 oh, minutes. Oh, really? The one yeah. you like posted onto the internet? Which one? The the like, clip? The, the little clip with, like, on Instagram? Wasim. Like, what, oh. how, like how long was that whole Wasim, podcast? Wasim's one was like two hours and something. That's the one I remember. I think. It was yeah. like two hours and like 54 minutes maybe. Yeah, something like that. That guy's really funny. <laughs> I don't you, know. You guys were laughing pretty hard. Fuck, I don't know how the fuck he comes up with half the shit he comes up with. His brain just works differently. He's a different breed. He definitely is. Definitely is. Uh huh. He's constantly thinking about like different shit, and he has like ADHD too. So I think it helps him a little bit. (laughs) Lead him down one path, and he goes down another, and you're like, uh, oops. Uh." Like if you see him at work, he's constantly fucking so energetic. I haven't seen him at work in so long. Yeah, me neither. Because he's working at a new place right now, like in a hospital. Oh, with, like elderly. So I don't know if he's okay with like me just spewing out all his information. Out his life. Well, that's fine. I haven't podcast. seen him in so long. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. I want to know for my own personal gain. <laughs> gain, yeah. And, and the internet knows now. Yeah, exactly. Like in the future, if he gets else. famous, you know, he worked we started there at it. one point in time. Yeah. Uh huh. He works with like elderly in uh, hospital, so that's why. I can't imagine him doing that. Yeah, me neither. With elderly, apparently they're they're his best friends now. I feel like everyone's just his best friend. Yeah. But you've had a lot of coworkers on this mm-hmm. podcast. I've had Wasim, Annika, you, Eva. I know, every Angelis. time I see someone's name pop up, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I'm trying to get more guests, you know. Like in the summer, I was like, shit, I'm running out of guests. And then you look and, and I'm you like, had all these oh people. shit, work. Yeah. Like hundreds of people at You're work. No kidding. Like we have like 90 employees. No, more than that, 100% now. Like hundred something. You could get like a uh, Yelena on the podcast. <laughs> Can you imagine? What the fuck are we gonna talk about? Mara. Oh my god, boy, on. get to work right now. <laughs> boy, come here. <laughs> exactly. 
so like, funny. <laughs> I can't imagine having Mara on. Can you imagine? Oh my god. You t- you told me about the No, I didn't. I don't think she remembered. I was like I think I, just... I should cut out like her name, but okay, continue. Yeah, whatever. I am um... <laughs> Yeah, don't name drop like you know, managers and stuff. But other people he are okay. who not or she who have not been named <laughs> someone. Uh-huh. It's okay. You can just go bleep. But you, did you mention the podcast here or no? No, like I mentioned it in passing, but I don't think okay. she realized yeah. it clicked in her brain. Yeah, it's just because like I've heard like they have the social media policy where like you're not allowed to mention winners in any of your like social media or like you know in in your social media content. Mm-hmm. And like I suppose this is considered a social media content. So you can so, just like, go bleep over all the names. Yeah, of- but that's like for thirty episodes. It's gonna I take me so. like days just omit workplace name i've mentioned it so many times i've mentioned it so many times i don't think like like winners but i don't think they're gonna like listen to the entire thing to figure out that i or one part yeah to you know pinpoint one part you said this yeah in this minute yeah exactly gone but somebody that like hates me could definitely do that Oh, you have some enemies? I don't think so, but no? you know, in the future, if they start hating me for whatever reason, what would someone be your enemy over? Something you do right now, currently? What do you, you think? Know, someone I, could... I have never done anything bad to anyone or like to harm anyone, so I don't know why anyone would hate me. Well, then you have no enemies. <laughs> so so far, yeah. The podcast is safe. <laughs> so far, yeah, it's good. But in the future, I might. Who knows? But anyways, going back to like the whole politics thing. Why was he trying to get majority government? So he could pass Trudeau. things easily. But right now it's like a minority government. So he has to uh-huh. like work with the other parties. Mm-hmm. And like the conservatives are like the opposition party. Mm-hmm. So it's hard Who for him. Who is he working with? Like the NDP? I think like usually like NDP. Um, He might even try to get like the Bloc Québécois. Mm-hmm. I think Green Party got two seats if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this fucking whole election thing works at all. So Seats. you vote by writing. Uh-huh. So um, there's like the Midnapore writing and someone mm-hmm. like you have candidates. Oh, represents. Yeah. yeah. In parties. And like sometimes you get like independents running in those writings. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get ballots or names on the ballot that are like Marxist Leninist Party of Canada or like Rhino Party of Canada. So. Mm-hmm. If they're not on the ballot, then you can't vote for them. So say right. you really wanted to vote for the Rhino Party, but there was no mm-hmm. one running for the Rhino Party in your riding. Technically, you could run. Uh-huh. Have you heard of the Rhino Party? No. So the Rhino Party is like this. I like, thought you were joking. I thought you were making up a name. Well, like it's 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 a joke party, basically. Okay. Like oh, like we'll repeal gravity if we're in our office. You know what the fuck? Yeah. Like. Anyways, so you have these candidates in your riding and mm-hmm. you vote for one of them and whoever gets the most votes ends up being elected and going to ottawa mm-hmm. so that all of canada has a certain amount of population in some provinces so uh-huh. um the toronto area is really dense so there's a ton of ridings in a small space and that's like you don't really see it on the map when you look at it but that's yeah. where a lot of like the liberal support comes from and especially in like this election and the last election like that's how justin trudeau like got his seats and like we need to bomb toronto then uh, nuke toronto nuke toronto <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
get well, rid of. Well, technically, he's from Quebec, so he he, is. he yeah. runs in Quebec. Mm-hmm. So, but he has you more... gotta go both. Nuke both. Nuke both. Toronto and Quebec. <laughs> just, just like the all of Eastern Canada. Just, just the entire world, at this point. Did you know Justin Trudeau's dad was in office? Pierre Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pierre Trudeau was a pre- uh, president, right? Prime Not president, prime minister. Yeah, we have a president in Canada. <laughs> Fuck, Pre- my brain Donald was Trump. just like, you know, brain farted for a little while. Do you know what the provinces call their elected official? Like what Jason Kenney is? Let's see if you remember that one. Did what? Like, Say that again? What's the title of Jason Kenney? What does he hold? He's not the mayor. No. Mm. What is it? Do you know? He... No, I don't. President, just kidding. Premier. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Alberta Premier. Yeah. What's, like, the whole deal with that? So there's, like, a mayor in every single city or what? Uh, I think so. And, and then, then there's a premier, premier that represents the province. the province. And then the prime minister or the president in your case. <laughs> and he runs the country. Yeah, in my case, yeah. What, like, what's the difference between, like, the names of presidents and, pre- like, the labels? Why different labels? Isn't it the same kind of job i'm not really sure how that happened because i know in like russia you have a president and u.s you have a president somewhere you have a private i think maybe only maybe it's a british thing because um i know they call theirs the prime minister yeah i think they do and we're a british colony technically right still yeah u.s isn't though technically no why would you think that the u.s is a wasn't like u.s colonized by the but that's the whole like Indo- war of independence 1776 right know, like, and then they separated like, king george is gone mm-hmm. and then they separated so they're not a colony anymore no they they are the u.s of a <laughs> u.s of a yeah that's why they have so many problems now i mean not that canada is any better honestly i don't I mean, think in anywhere the, is good yeah you have to like pick your battles it seems like at this point like end days are coming you know with the I, shit that's happening yeah it feels a little bit like apocalyptic right i'm like mm, what's gonna happen next like fourth wave like fifth wave sixth wave who knows mm-hmm. it just continues to go on like this for generations and generations yeah hopefully not yeah like as you're saying about like the vaccine it might become like the flu shot you know but flu shot was every year this might be every month maybe yeah i'm not sure on how fast it mutates because you know what's happening like Apparently, the proliferation of the variants is mm-hmm. is because of the vaccines itself. Like it's oh. because the vaccine targets a very narrow spike protein, or only one spike protein. I thought all the variants had the same spike proteins. No, they have no? different spike proteins. I think. Oh, do they? Yeah, I, I think so. Fact check. Fact check it. You should be young, Jamie, in my podcast in the future. I will. <laughs> young Angelina. Young woo. <laughs> But technically what's happening is that since it's like a very narrow spike protein, just one, it's having like evolutionary pressure to... Oh, I know a lot about evolution. (laughs) To like, uh, to evolve basically. And I think somehow, I don't know the exact details of this, but I've heard it in the Joe Rogan podcast. So like, don't blame me. Don't blame Blame Joe Rogan. (laughs) If I say something wrong. Um, uh... He said, and one of one of the guests said that it's because um, the the virus is like 
somehow mutating because of the very narrow spike, very narrow target of the vaccines. And so that's why we have like many different variants. And it's that constantly... happens with the bacteria a lot too. I couldn't find anything about the because the... it's hard to talk and read. But yeah, yeah. um that happens with like bacteria, like antibiotics. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's the you same get, like, kind these, of effect. Like, super bacteria. Yeah, if people don't use it properly, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what's happening with the vaccine too. And I thought like viruses can't be killed because they're not living organisms in the first place yeah like they need a host to infect technically and that's when they mutate inside the host Mm -hmm. but so but we can't like destroy it there's no way because it's not living no but like some things like i think we eradicated smallpox like through the vaccine like you know like uh maybe they're lying maybe they're lying was it conspiracies again conspiracies is smallpox really gone (laughs) see i question everything after i i figure out like the politicians have been lying to us about like one or two things or like a few things for generations you know it's been going on for generations like lies in the media yeah and by the politicians i think like especially now because the internet is so big now and everyone mm-hmm. uses the internet especially like after the pandemic we were all pushed online virtual exactly and everyone's like ooh, this yeah. ooh, that and they all have opinions and they all post them on the internet and there's like million different kinds of information that you can get out of it mm-hmm. and many of them are bullshit oh, most yeah. of them are like misinformation yeah that's why you have to do your own research but like how do you find the right research how do you know that this is well, you find study. something and then you cross reference it with something else and then right. you just keep going and if like oh so you read a bunch of studies and yeah. see if all of them have the same findings yeah like basically that's what i do i just read a bunch of papers like kind of in the same scope like if i say like see something on like the vaccine i'm like hmm, mm. like that sounds a little different like and then i'm gonna google that and then i'm gonna look at usually i go into like scientific papers i try not to like Go on to random blog posts. Yeah. I try to find credible information, quote unquote credible. Uh-huh. But I know a lot of people have a scientific, like, distrust in the scientific community. So that's also, like, difficult to reconcile for some people because they're reading stuff that's constantly changing. But, you know, like, scientists are publishing and then they find out new information and they publish again. Yeah. So it's like a... like It's constantly evolving science. Yeah, like... Um, People think science is, like, static, and especially with, like, the pandemic, it's really hard to know a lot of things, and that's why people are like, oh, like, they said this, and now they say that, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to believe. Do your own research. The thing is, as you said, like, information keeps coming out, like, all the time, new information. Maybe in the future, they're going to come up with the the fact that, oh, you know, vaccines weren't actually the best choice. They're actually harming us in some way, like, long-term effect, you know? yeah and that's that's a risk i'm willing to take like for some people i totally get it like that's not something you want to pursue it's just like wait and find out and see what happens like for me the big thing is is just trusting the the higher officials and like the higher people in like government and stuff you know yeah higher power i i find like government really does not work with like the scientific community like it's really like as you saw with like donald trump in the states oh, yeah. like it, it, you know like health officials are saying one thing but then the government does another thing like jason kenny like we they were like don't open like it's not gonna be good and he, he opened, opened anyways it. yeah yeah and so it's really hard for people to look at the government 
and then hear health officials and they don't match. Right. So it's So you don't know which one is real and which no. one's not. So like I, that's the problem we're having, right? We don't know who to trust at no, this point. No, and like especially like mandating like vaccines now like it's like hella unconstitutional too isn't it i'm not sure about the constitution i'm pretty sure it is like um bruna sent me a video the other day yeah and it was like this uh this person that works in the constitution office or whatnot in ottawa Mm -hmm. you know and he like a lawyer and he was talking about like how it's very unconstitutional because in the constitution it says you can't force anyone to undergo a medical procedure if they don't want to yeah right because it's a freedom of choice thing yeah and since you're infringing upon that, you can technically take the organization to court and win. But then that shit will take like two to three years or ten years potentially. Who knows? The legal system is yeah, right? like a long flawed. process. Yeah, and flawed. <clears throat> Very flawed. So what do we do at this point? Like, I've been thinking for like a while, as I yeah, said like, to you the other day. you know, like the university is mandating yeah. vaccines. I can't now. go to university next yeah, semester. Like, yeah, like I, that's something like I don't. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I had to like, and I had, I needed a few days to like process that. I'm like, I really won't be able to go to university mm-hmm. next semester. Like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, like, you know, and I'll, especially like now, like a lot of universities are. Yeah, mandating like, it. Yeah and i'm i was thinking like oh maybe i can take like a semester off but then there's no guarantee that like next next year it's gonna not Mm. be the same yeah you know it could be that it this will keep going for like the next five years who knows yeah i think covid's around gonna be around for a while yeah since it's been already around for like two years yeah right and i don't think it's ever gonna go away i think we're just gonna become like stronger immunologically like be able to fight it and stuff it's just like it's just like the normal flu it never went away but we got immune to it we can yeah, fight it off now the thing with the flu though now is since um social distancing like measures worked really well so mm-hmm. flu cases went down because you know people were washing their hands like, yeah masks staying apart so they're worried like the flu might come back worse like mutate and come back worse no like because um we haven't the had flu exposure. vaccine is based on the flu the year prior right yeah but if there wasn't as many flu cases like they don't know what to base the vaccine off yeah of. like the next flu shot so but don't you think like we should be trying to like make our natural immune system stronger rather than like taking artificial i think that's boosters a all the time big problem in western science like, I feel like they focus so heavily on, like, biomedical procedures and, like, well, Western science, like, med- like modern mm-hmm. technology and science yeah. is so, like, rigorously researched and, like, this and that and, like... Big pharma and everything. Yeah, like, it, there's also, like, other methods. Like, my mom personally distrusts the medical system. Like, she doesn't go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, like, it works fine for me, like, blah, 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 like, this and that. Old school, yeah. Yeah, she's old school. But, you know, like, that doesn't work here. You know, like, people can't just, like, because especially, like, insurance, like, they don't cover, like, natural, naturopathic or, like, holistic Mm. medicine. Yeah. Like, say you want to get, like, Chinese medicine done, like, acupuncture. Acupuncture, yeah. It, like, it's not covered because, um insurance companies don't want to take that risk on something that's not like fda approved oh, or like okay. um legalized not research into science enough or yeah whatnot. like it's yeah. not 
researched it's not backed proven. up by science yeah, yeah it's not backed up by science and i think that's like a big issue right science is becoming like the new religion like atheists is... actually you can't really compare science and religion why not um because religion is more of like like organized and stuff yeah it's it your religious beliefs don't have to be at a crossroads with your scientific um beliefs beliefs yeah a little bit um this was like a big thing in my uh anthropology of science class like mm. we had this debate like of science over religion like science versus religion yeah but like at the end of the day like when you look at it like you can't compare the two because religion is something personal like belief wise and science is like an institution like it's like objective yeah like uh, objective so to speak in religion or science in its pure form is objective supposed to be at least um but science doesn't cover cover moral topics while Mm -hmm. religion does you know like it doesn't have an opinion while religion has an opinion Mm -hmm. you know like science is the new religion you can have both that's true but it just seems like with modern day like economic interests and political political incentives kind of getting into science it's becoming a new religion like why do you say that why do you think that atheists for example they don't believe in like you know god for example my dad Mm -hmm. he doesn't believe in like god or anything like religion god um yeah i do believe well not a being but i do believe that there's a force a higher force a higher force like above or not above us like out there mm-hmm. because or else nothing makes sense you know like i was gonna give you the example of my dad he doesn't believe in god but like science is becoming his new religion like he 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 thinks like everything is just like a result of like you know billiard balls hitting each other so to speak mm-hmm. like, like mechanical yeah. and black and white and shit but i don't really think that's the truth that's the problem with science is it is very like black and white but then again, like, it doesn't cover those, like, moral gray areas. Yeah. I think you need both. Like, it helps to have both, but it, mm-hmm. it you know, like, government is secular. Like, obviously, there was problems, like, mm-hmm. in the past when government wasn't secular. What was What is secular again? Secular is, like, keeping religion out of the state. Okay. So, like, government. Mm-hmm you know like catholicism that was really like corrupt and whatever yeah like, they manipulated people using religion and once that institution became secular like people started like proliferating scientific knowledge a lot more and then there was this like huge debate of like science over religion right but to me like they both should coexist yeah with each like, other. It, i don't think anything is mutually exclusive in either of them where yeah. you have to be like oh like one is superior than the other yeah like obviously like you choose your battle so if you think religion is more important to you and something in science like doesn't coincide with those beliefs like that's all like personal discretion like up to you like you decide like if that works it's just really hard because you know like people discredit the theory of like evolution Mm -hmm. as like oh like um like uh I think it's called, like, Edenism, where they Mm -hmm. thought, like, mankind originated from, like, Adam and Eve. Right. To me, that, That's the entire story? Like, that's what they believe in? Yeah, like, and they don't believe in, like, um, 
like so it's called like the great chain of being like uh-huh. everything is like humans are more superior than Animals higher are... primates okay and like l- lesser primates and then like octopuses they're really te- intelligent dolphins and then yeah. you go all the way down and you get like spiders and like whatever but you know like it's ranking things and like superior- hierarchy yeah, yeah like a hierarchy like the great chain of being like it's static and unmoving that's my problem with like that because i'm like oh but like you can't deny like species change over time yeah like natural selection is definitely real yeah so that's the only problem i have with like if you are religious and you're like oh i don't believe in evolution i'm like oh like i think those beliefs can coincide like i think you can totally believe in evolution but also like have your religious beliefs yeah on the side so it's just like really hard when like someone's like oh i don't believe in evolution because of my religion i'm like no no right. like you have your religion but you also have science like, yeah you know like, people should just like start thinking for themselves yeah on what is the truth yeah. not just read the religious texts and say oh 100 that has to be the truth yeah and like i think that's where a lot of problems come out of like religion is like people don't use their personal discretion and they're and like, don't question oh, like, stuff yeah yeah like the bible is the word like that was also like you know, like, it's more of, like, a historical text of, like, you know, like, I don't... Yeah. Like, I don't doubt, like, Jesus was a real person. But um, there's, like, things in there, like, that aren't applicable anymore, like, yeah. stoning people to death. Yeah, exactly. And it also was written, like, m- probably thousands of years ago. Yeah. And, like, evolution, the the whole idea of evolution wasn't even back... wasn't even there back then. People weren't thinking like that No, back and, then. like, humankind has already originated since then yeah like uh i think humans arose two hundred thousand years ago and like the bible was written like you know like two thousand years ago yeah whatever bce Uh before it was a very short period of time ago yeah and in comparison to how long humans have been around and you know like i totally get those stories and they probably were rooted in some like truth some kind of truth yeah some civilization like some thing arose there was like a great flood and you can see that in like multiple different cultures over time like there has been evidence like of a flood Mm -hmm. but that's so true yeah yeah, like you know like i don't doubt like the events in the bible were real but i think of it more as like a historical text rather than like a solid like written in stone kind of thing yeah like you should live your life by you can take what you want from the Bible. That's the beauty of it. You know, like in, it's interpretive. It means yeah. what you want it to mean to you. But basing like a bunch of like laws off it, I would it's, like, you know. It's kind of questionable. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, like good for you. Like, and then like basing policies off like totally like scientific principles is also like, eh, like. Problem. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Because science is always like ever evolving. Like we never know the full truth. Like as Newton said, like discovering something is like a small grain of sand on like a large beach and you know like there's a giant ocean in front of you and you realize the more you know the less you know Uh some shit like that yeah yeah but hasn't science always been around just like studying like older civilization like ancient civilization who used to like live in caves and shit because science is basically what like studying the natural world to figure out truth humans have always been like curious and like um pre-human humans so mm-hmm. like before homo sapiens arrived yeah. there's been like homo habilis and like homo erectus and like, you know all about this shit uh, yeah like it's kind of what i study uh-huh. i'm fascinated by this shit too we can get into a conversation about this yeah, like a like, little no later kidding. 
but um yeah i really like this topic but yeah. um like they had their own like culture and they were constantly like uh experimenting curious and yeah. ex- experimenting yeah so like um they have this like culture of like the Acheulean hand axe and they use that for like one million years and that's you know like they died out probably because the they didn't continue yeah like we don't say homo erectus homo habilis walking around right yeah but they died out and i think it's because they like didn't evolve like they didn't change their culture and that's like mm-hmm. the beauty of like homo sapiens is like we we kind of figured it out through evolution and now we're continuing you know like to gain more knowledge because we started out like bashing rocks together and then we're like oh like we could cut this deer this way and then boom there's Mm. neanderthals and boom they have culture and then boom like homo sapiens arise and like they move out of africa they start cooking their colonizing yeah yeah and and they go all over the world and then you know creating boats going across the ocean and everything right yeah that's basically science isn't it yeah like out of curiosity you're creating something and it's ever evolving oh i can make the boat uh, boat better to australia like they took a raft and you know, like wasn't it? Ended up um, there. Fuck, I have so many questions about this. Like my brain is just going. Keep going. Like, Ask all crazy, the questions. You know, have you heard of the D- Denisovans? Yeah, Denisovans. Denisovans. Okay. Denisovans. Denisovans. You know, my fucking pronunciation is not that good with stuff. That's fine. I, I said va- vase one time. Remember? In oh Williams. yeah, vase. <laughs> like a vase. <laughs> vase. Because <laughs> you know I'm like superior and shit. Yeah, like but the. the, the the thing with the Denisovans is they haven't found much like skeletal evidence. Just a evidence. pinky bone, right? It's, I think, a thumb bone. Is it? I think so. Okay. But the evidence of Denisovans comes through ancient DNA. Mm-hmm. So you know how like some people have 2 to 4% Neanderthal DNA? So um, they were like cousin lineages. So they were able to like interbreed and they actually found a skeleton of someone who had like they were exactly half, like a Denisovan mother and a, De- um, and a Neanderthal father. I think it was. Oh shit! So like you, like we have evidence like that they interbred, mm-hmm. and like we still carry their DNA with us, like in like our ancestry. And yeah, and like in our DNA. DNA. Uh huh. Like I heard that Denisovan DNA is found primarily in like australian aborigines and in papua Papua new guineans is that true oh i don't know that but um i heard it from graham hancock do you know who that is no i don't he's like um he's an author but he studies this things these things a lot and he has this like theory that there was an ancient civilization that was like superior or not superior but like more advanced than the others and something happened where they got wiped out and they tried to try to you know spread out and get their knowledge to like different parts of the world and like continue their their heritage or their legacy so to speak he wasn't joe rogan too oh that that makes sense Uh um the highest percentages of dna in modern humans occurring in melanesians aboriginal australians and um papua new guineans filipino negritos oh but yeah somewhere around that area yeah so it proves because denisovans were thought to have been living in 
Russia. Yeah, like they found the bone in, in the Denisova cave, yeah. cave in Russia. Yeah. But so they have to have moved out from Russia to Australia and Papua New Guinea or Philippines. I'm or trying whatnot. to think of like how it, geography Australians is laid moved out. out of Africa. You mean Africans moved out of what? No, like how like that population moved out of Africa. I'm trying to think oh. of like the way it moved. I mean, they had to have used boats because Australia is like separate from the entire landmass. Yeah, uh, but the way you can track those like um, migrations out of Africa is through the Y. Um, Have you heard of like um, mitochondrial Eve and like... I've heard of mitochondrial DNA. Well, so there's like these lineages you can track through mitochondrial DNA, and that's passed through the mother's DNA only. Yeah. But you can also track lineages through the Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. And so that's like something Adam, whatever, whatever it is. I just don't remember the name for it, but it's like akin to mitochondrial Eve. But mm-hmm. you can track these lineages and how they moved out of Africa based on like the populations. Mm-hmm. And like... Uh, that's how they figure out where you're from in the right. uh, DNA test. DNA test, yeah. Yeah, so they look at those um, haplogroups, is what they're called. Uh-huh. So you see, like, the migration of this haplogroup out of Africa, and, like, they end up somewhere. So I'm right. just wondering, like, of the haplogroup of the Denisovans, because that would be interesting, because, yeah, if Australian that... Aboriginals were to move out of africa the you know they had to interbreed with the denisovans somewhere yeah. along the way but so were homo sapiens like there with all the other species or were they, they... coexist yeah okay so they weren't like there aren't or we aren't the the most recent species we were there coexisting with like the homo habilis with denisovans with well we're technically the most recent species to evolve so uh-huh. um it was like the Neanderthals lived and um, the Denisovans lived and then like humans arose. Um, uh, like I'm trying to say that what if Homo sapiens survived because we're the most recent manifestation of humans and like every single that's species. What, like, um, that's what some people who are religious try to um, argue. They're uh-huh. like, oh, like... We survive, so we must be the most complex. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say, like, we're the most complex. I just, I don't know how we got here, you know? Like, out of all the species, we just happen to be the best adapted mm-hmm. for what was to come. Because uh, it was, like, an interglacial period. And then there was, like, a glacial period. So uh, that's what m- made us move out of... um like move into North America was mm-hmm. the um, glacial period started to end. Right, there was like a bridge or whatnot, right? Land yeah, bridge um, through ice or whatnot. The Bering Strait Bering land Strait. bridge. Mm-hmm. So they like went through, but actually that's not how they think um, North America was populated. They actually went along the coast, and you can see that through the DNA of like um, the Native Americans. Yeah, in, in South America. Yeah, in like North America. Yeah, they moved on the coast, and that's how they think. Well, they there's multiple here. theories, though. There is multiple theories. Um, 
that's the beauty of science you know you can have competing theories yeah with, coexist with each other yeah, yeah because no one truly knows what happened you can just but it's fascinating right to it's think fun. about it yeah and i had this one professor she actually like worked on um how north america was like populated and she was like they had a lot of evidence for like the coastal um theory yeah so it was really fun hearing her talk about it and you're like whoa like that's kind of cool like have you heard of like the um, what's it called Olmecs in South America? I I actually studied them, so I took this Mesoamerican class, yeah. and I we had to pick provinces in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So I picked Veracruz, and um, that's actually where the Olmecs came from. The Ver- rubber people, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, the Olmecs in Veracruz, Mexico. Yeah, but I was gonna say like they're a weird bunch because they're like um, what is it called? Their heads or whatnot. That they find, like the architectural like the find. Heads? Yeah, the stone yeah. heads. Most of them display like an African or like um, a Polynesian kind of look, right? Which is which is not found in, in all of South America. It's distinct. So some people argue or think that maybe they were Africans that moved from Africa to South America. Because there's actually like a current that makes it easier for to move from, um, I think it's North Africa to like south america somewhere there's like mm-hmm. a current that flows very quickly and shit i forget the name of it fact check me on that if fact you want check you on that i'll I'm fact check to, myself I'm, on i've this. never heard of that theory actually that's new to me i'll try to search up what the current is called but i've definitely heard that from graham hancock i remember oh yeah him. no no not him this is a guy named like hotep jesus or whatnot he was in joe rogan as well oh. all my information all, all, i get from joe rogan yeah uh-huh uh, that's interesting current... um but yeah i i studied the olmecs a little bit and yeah like um pre-colonial you know Mexico. america yeah like uh all the um all the aborigines and stuff living yeah the aborigines I, I don't know how around. the fuck they survived in like a weather like this especially like north america it's called the bengala current oh so where does that come like what side of africa uh, northward flowing ocean current that forms in the eastern portion of south atlantic ocean gray okay, that no. makes sense yeah i could i could see that yeah so it was easier to like like it because took Veracruz less time is on the coast right here so it makes sense like they came on like mm-hmm. right and landed like right on the coast right there yeah so it could happen right because if we had boats back then why the fuck wouldn't people try to put it in the ocean and you know try to go places yeah like we're curious by nature so why the fuck would we do that did you know monkeys got onto madagascar on rafts no way like they it was like floating piles of leaves and that's how you know lemurs got onto madagascar because the lemurs are only found in madagascar but they did like adaptive radiation so there's over like a hundred species of lemurs, I think. Mm-hmm. Just lemurs, in, and they're only found on Madagascar because they were like isolated from all from the whole world. Yeah, and that's why they could adaptively radiate out. Mm-hmm. So lemurs are like a species of monkeys, a different species type of monkey. Um, so technically, monkeys. So you get um, so they're called lem- lemuriforms, mm-hmm. and you get like uh, lorisiforms. Mm-hmm. So lemurs are all part of that. Um, I forget what it is. So you get the order primates, and then you have two. Um, I just forget Sub- the like subclassification. Yeah, like so order primates. I just come forget what comes after order, but then you get the um. So there is two different types of classification. So it um, 
one of them is based more on like physical attributes and the other one is more like dna wise but Mm -hmm. you can either have like the anthropoids Mm -hmm. or the prosimians or you can some like depends on like what textbook you read sometimes or like who ascribes to what or you can get like the catarines and the haplorines damn you know a lot about this shit yeah like you study it a lot it seems like yeah and you remember it too yeah so like the catarines they're like wet nose monkeys mm-hmm. so rhine is like the word for nose okay anyways so we're part of the haplorines that's a different branch mm-hmm. but in the catarines you have the lorisiforms and the lemuriforms so they're all part of that and so lemurs are part of the lemur whatever yeah like the lemuriforms lemuriform family i don't know if it's called a family classification yeah i just forget what it is i'm, I'm gonna look up <laughs> sure yeah fact primate check it. tree <laughs> yeah definitely if like this podcast gets famous one day i'm gonna keep you in mind for young jamie yeah, or young just, angelina because like... <laughs> they definitely need someone like that like for real blurry so um it's not what i want They're not giving me the names of what I want. I need the phylogenetic tree. That's what it's called? Phylogenetic tree. Yeah. Damn. Oh, it doesn't say what it is. But you know, you, you can see like here, it's like the lemuriforms, the lorisiforms. The... Yeah, kind of. I don't have my glasses on. Sure. Anyways, yeah. So they're all part of that. Mm-hmm. And so there were a type of monkey, let's say, that got on the leaves, floating leaves, and yeah. got to so Madagascar. Yeah, so it's like a completely different branch from everything. So, like, right. no monkey is really, like, close to them, yeah. closely related Simil- to them. Yeah. But technically, like, the most closely related one would be, like, the lorises. Mm-hmm. And where are the lorises found? Um, In Africa somewhere? Uh, it might be South America. Oh, so they got to madagascar all the way from south america i don't know i they might be because that's some crazy amount of distance no not lotus but i had no idea you're like fascinated and passionate about shit like this too. Uh, southeast asia and tropical forests of india and sri lanka that's where and the, Galagos, bush babies, are distributed through Africa south and the Sahara. So, yeah. Monkeys are kind of everywhere. Like, uh, primates? I mean... We're, technically we're, primates. Monkeys are uh-huh. different than primates, but... I mean, we're technically fucking monkeys too, aren't we? Well, technically we're an ape. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Because monkey, you have a tail. Right. Like, sometimes it's a prehensile tail. Like, they can, okay. like, grab things. But okay. apes are distinctive that they have no tails. So, we don't have a tail. So, we're uh, an ape. Okay. Technically. that's what. We, so, that's, like, the closest thing to us, an ape. Um, yeah, you could say so. Like, our closest relative are um, chimpanzees and bonobos. Mm-hmm. So, they're the most recent. Like, we had a last common ancestor. Yeah. And then we branched. So, yeah. event, like... Most recently, we shared a last common ancestor with the chimpanzees and bonobos, but no one knows when they split. Right. But there was like a river that ran through like a population and then they became like two different. Two different things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Damn, I had a really good question in my mind. I totally forgot. Fuck. Oh, um, something to do with Homo sapiens. So, oh yeah, I got it now. Um, we so we're the only species living in the planet right now. There's no other of human the genus species. Homo. Yeah. But like, so how do we like differentiate like, for example, Neanderthal with like a Homo sapien? That's actually a really good question. Um, so when you do like paleoanthropology, uh-huh. you can date these bones you found and neanderthal skulls are really distinctive from homo sapiens because we have a cranial capacity of like 1400 cc's theirs are larger Mm. and they have this like predominant um bone it's called the something sulcus i forget now but Uh it's like a it's the brow ridge right yeah so you have that bone and they have more of like a a football shaped head and they have like this other like there's a lot of features on the skull yeah Uh and uh, like if you look at the bones you can definitely tell um that they're distinct from the homo sapien skulls there's um so in um these kind of like anthro uh, like paleoanthropology settings like you have lumpers and splitters Mm -hmm. some people are more prone to being like oh this is different so it has to be a different species and some people are like no like there's a lot of variation in the skull shape Mm -hmm. so like they look a little different but i think it's just natural variation but they're both part of this species right that's exactly what i was thinking like what if we're all from the same like we're all the same because of but just because of evolution and whatnot or natural selection there's like different types of skulls and different types of like features in different parts of the world that originated like for example that that's how that was actually a big problem in anthropology because um people tried to use um craniometry to split up people into races like distinct biological races oh so you see where the problem lies Uh but the thing is like there's nothing more distinct it's just natural variation Mm. and you know um there was this one population of neanderthals living in scotland or something anyways Mm -hmm. like up there in that general region and you have like five different individuals and they're all very distinctive. So people were like, oh, is this a separate species that we found? Or is this just like natural variation within the species Neanderthalensis? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of like rigorous debate. Yeah. And people are like, so there's this one um, proto-hominin. Uh, I think it's Sahelanthropus mm-hmm. chedensis. It might be the one. But uh, no, it's Aurora Tugenensis. Holy shit! You remember the names too. Yeah, um, but there's this one like bone, and it's the defining feature of uh, the species. But they published a paper, and no one can look at the bone to confirm whether or not like this can be a separate species or not. Because they're not? they're holding on to it, like they won't let anyone else. Who is like, holding on to it? The, the people who found the bone. Oh. So the arche- archaeologists, the paleoanthropologists, paleoanthropologists, technically. Uh-huh. Um, but so they're holding on to this bone, and they are like, "We found it. Like we published a paper on it. We're not going to let anyone see it." 
mm-hmm. you know, like, obviously, like, in the scientific community, like, there's a lot about, like, counter debates and, like, other people... Replicating like, results or whatnot, yeah, too, Yeah, right? like, replication is a huge thing in, like, the scientific community. So when yeah. you can't, like, confirm or deny... It's really hard to be like, oh, like... Sure, if it's a yeah, separate like, species or Yeah, like, is this really a separate species? Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of debate that goes into, like, is this this? Or is this that? Or, you know, like, it could be the same as this one, but you're labeling it as something different. That's why I said, like, lumpers and splitters. Like, some people right. are more prone to finding small differences and you know because everyone species yeah because everyone wants like credit yeah and they're like oh like i made that species right yeah yeah yeah. to create their like what's it called the career and that's um something that happened with uh homo erectus they found um bones in china Mm -hmm. and they wanted to make it a different species like the asian versus like the african mm-hmm. what do you mean? okay like modern species yeah like about? uh like races no like different species like um so they're oh. arguing that like homo erectus came out of africa uh-huh. and then it was apart for such a long time in china yeah. that they became their own species oh like evolved, and, and so, yeah and some people are saying that like no like they're still like homo erectus like just out of africa and they developed these different like variations but it's still part of the same species this is like mind-boggling to figure out it's it's really difficult yeah and so like to figure out if something is a new species do they look at the features themselves in the bones or like dna as well it's really hard to get dna from like, like fossilized bones, bones. Mm. so oftentimes you have to look at um preserved tissues okay so um if you find it's really hard for like bones that old because we're talking about like five million years ago mm-hmm. seven million years ago technically like the start of like the human lineage or yeah. like came seven million years ago like whatever it arise like mm-hmm. And then it kept going. But humans only came about 200,000 years ago. And the things we find with more, like, preserved DNA end up being, like, maybe, like, 12,000 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's really difficult to get, like, DNA from, like, you know, just, like, a a leg bone or something. Because there's no tissue in it. Yeah, and you just have to base a whole species off, like... A one skull. pinky or, bone or yeah, something like, like the denisovans like yeah one just thumb. like one like yeah that was my question like that's what i was thinking about like how the fuck did they figure out this is a different species from just a thumb bone or a pinky bone how is that possible i think they put two and two together with <clears throat> because most of the evidence of denisovans comes from ancient dna yeah and they did find the individual that was like half denisovan half neanderthal and i think what do you mean by ancient dna like from the archaeological finds like the skulls and stuff like ancient dna as in like in people in people like in living people like in your genome so they're living through us yeah yeah they are that's why i said like some people have two to four percent neanderthal dna inside them yeah yeah. that's ancient dna Mm -hmm. because we're technically a mix of them aren't we yeah because they were interbreeding yeah um i was i also a theory just popped into my head what if 
what if you know how we all maybe conspiracy theory you know how we all look different right if you come from different parts of the world Mm -hmm. like africans look hella different from like europeans for example Mm -hmm. so what if like since there was like different species of humans living in different parts of the world um what if like they are the major contributors to that part of the world and that's why they look like that so they carry most of the dna from that uh, that Did you human know, species um, africans have zero percent neanderthal dna i could kind of like zero. imagine because they look hella different from europeans and europeans mostly have neanderthal dna right yeah because neanderthals mainly lived you know they they were more barrel chested they were more adapted to like cold the cold weather yeah, yeah. Well, Africans were like more adapted to yeah, the hot Yeah, and they weather. never really moved out of Africa. Like those are the, like the modern human, mm-hmm. mo- modern anatomically Africans. modern humans that like stayed there. Yeah, and so m- maybe we're like a mix of different species. Like I mean, like maybe for example, an, a European could have mostly Neanderthal DNA in him, while an African could have mostly like some other human species DNA in in them. And that's why we look different. Um, that's interesting. Ah. And so technically, they're not the species is not extinct. They're living through us. Well, y- they're they not are really extinct. dead. They're not really dead because they're in us. We are them, basically. Well, but the thing with like um, the thing with natural selection and like variation is imagine there's like a left wall. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you can only go one way, right? You can't go back. So that's right. why we don't have like Neanderthals today, because you can't, you know, go back in time and like de-evolve, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. But even like you, not really de-evolve because um, Neanderthals like aren't the same as us because we coexisted, but they're more of like a cousin to humans. Mm-hmm. Just because they looked different, or because of the features as well. Um, this is again going back to the question: like, how had, do we they had um classify? they had different culture and like they were it's hard to explain why it's a different species like um you can look at like two different species of lemur Mm -hmm. but say they're in the same genus but they are separate species Mm -hmm. they look kind of similar they had a similar or one common ancestor but then they branched off yeah like uh, chimpanzees and bonobos pan paniscus and pan troglodytes Mm -hmm. like they're they're part of the same genus but like they're different but they look so similar right and they have different um behavioral aspects to them and like uh so it's basically bonobos are more gracile and like chimpanzees are more robust and like behavior is different like chimpanzees tend to be more aggressive it's the same situation like with human species yeah like human and like neanderthal so to speak like they may look like us mm-hmm. but they're not us but they're not us uh-huh. because they they tended to be, you know, more barrel-chested, shorter, stockier. Um, they had bigger brains. Um, more adapted but, to the colder weather. Yeah, but they weren't, um, I hate to say, like, not as advanced because no one species is more complex than the other. It's just different. And, um, you know, like, nature is trying to, like, just figure it out as they go. And, like, um, I forget why Neanderthals went extinct. I can't remember off the top of my head, but... 
obviously, you know, like we we continued, you know. Yeah. And there's no evidence of like ne- like uh, any other member of our genus. Like we are the only species of the f- like the genus Homo. Mm-hmm. Homo sapien. Like n- right. there's been like Homo erectus, Homo, Homo habilis. habilis. There's been um yeah, Homo heidelbergensis. So technically uh-huh. they think oh, humans might have evolved from Heidelbergensis, and that might have been our last common ancestor with um, Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird to think, but um, human evolution has had like multiple like bottlenecks, mm-hmm. so like the variation is reduced and like species die out. Yeah, yeah. Due to other causes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, imagine if like Neanderthals still roam the earth. Like they look very different to us and um i mean they technically could in like in like some remote area in the world that we haven't like you know delved into that much like in the amazon rainforest or like the congo basin or whatnot or like a remote island somewhere that humans i think we would have known by now maybe yeah it's it's been a few years (laughs) it's been it's been a lot of years we would have found out by now yeah but you know there's been like speculations that some people have seen a dinosaur in congo like I, I have no idea if this is like some bullshit, but they say the Congo like jungles are so fucking thick and dense that like there's been discoveries of new species of like animals there like very frequently. Biologists would like go there and just find like new species every Did you single know day. We almost. only know like about like four percent of all mushrooms in the world yeah what the fuck yeah like and we've only discovered whatever like six percent of the ocean or something yeah yeah the ocean's very fascinating because we can't even go to the deepest point no like i i totally understand like that but i i don't know like humans are very like social creatures and so were neanderthals like they had a tendency like they had culture they Mm -hmm. had language Mm -hmm. or we speculate that they did and um we evolved to like have certain technologies and we helped neanderthals like we taught them our culture and i think that's why they died out because they weren't adapted to yeah like they didn't have something like cognitively Mm -hmm. that allowed them to continue to Mm -hmm. progress but humans like you know like we have built this and then we've domesticated domesticated corn and we built the wheel and then civilization arose and now we have iphones but don't you think sometimes that maybe it's like our tendency to like you know make ourselves superior yeah that's that's why we like the great great chain of being is still very relevant like people are like oh like um you know like it's not right to think of the great chain of being as like humans are at the top and everything else is below us in some order of like complexity yeah but that's still like so ingrained in our society like um because of religion especially yeah and like especially like things with um by the way i'll let you some water if you need thank you no problem but um so now it's been like ethics in getting like permission to like do research with like higher cognitive animals like um gorillas or like octopuses Mm -hmm. and now we're starting to realize like oh like they're maybe aware of the pain yeah like we're not the only thing in the world that we're not smart quote unquote and that's like a big issue and it's still 
this is one of my classes we're talking about like how um we still think of evolution as linear as a progress to some end point and like humans are perfect and like we're the most highly evolved and like we're at the top and like we have this like anthropocentric view and we tend to impose ourselves into other things Mm -hmm. like especially what like when people are like oh like look at that animal it must love its baby like how do you know that like you can't like you're anthropocizing like right now you're right just imposing yourself Yeah. yeah just because you like your babies doesn't mean the animal likes its and babies. And then there's this other aspect where you're like, oh, like, it's completely not like humans. Like, obviously, like, you can't do that. But, you know, like, studies of, like, non-human primates have found, like, like similarities between humans in, like, certain situations of, like, similar behavior. behavior yeah. Yeah. And, like, you, you can't say, like, oh, like, they're not us. They can't totally be unlike us. Like, we're yeah. both, like, of the order primate. Mm-hmm. Like, for example octopuses are are deemed to be very very intelligent and you need ethics clearance to do research with octopuses now and before that wasn't a thing yeah because we thought like they're just dumbass animals who doesn't who don't think or whatnot or who are not conscious enough yeah and because of this like anthropocentric view of like oh humans have like cognitive abilities like we have language like oh we must be the most complex thing on earth but like we don't really know that we don't know that it's just like we think we do that's the problem right maybe we are evolved to the point where we can change things but the animals are still aware of what is going on but they just can't like physically change things like we do yeah like humans build buildings and guns and shit like that right no kidding like deforestation is like a huge thing like humans have like a killer impact yeah we're destroying the entire planet, basically. Yeah, no kidding. Climate and change, oceans are fucking getting destroyed. It really does feel like end of days. Right, like, doesn't it? Like, we have it? another, pan- like, a pandemic. And, yeah, like, wildfires going on everywhere. But, I mean, that's not, like, human-caused, I guess. A little bit, maybe. Climate yeah, change. Maybe. But, yeah, like, it, it does really feel like we're coming to the end days. You know, in my religion, I'm not a very, like, religious guy. But in my religion, it says we're living in the last kind of age right now. It feels like it. I I I've talked to like some religious people, and they're like, "Oh, like the second coming of Christ feels oh, so yeah. soon," you know. What is like the whole like idea behind that? So they think that Christ is gonna come back to the pla- to the planet and like help save everyone and shit. I think it's gonna be like terminator type situation like wipes out all like everyone except you know one person like like a couple people the religious people Uh like i totally get it and it feels like it but you know like i'm still like skeptical you know yeah i'm like well i i don't want that to happen well whether or not the details are true it is like in every single almost religion it says like there is like it's like a cycle you know and it says more or less that we're living in the last kind of stage of the cycle yeah where the cycle um, begins again if you learn anything about like aztec mythology like they have this like creation myth where like the gods created like clay people and they wiped them out they created like wood people they wiped them out you know like they created something and then they destroyed it destroyed it for something else Mm -hmm. and like um you know like humans are kind of a messed up creation like you know like so why there's a lot of bad like why not just like start over yeah why not yeah like you you can like do you believe in god um 
I wouldn't like say a higher like, force. I wouldn't say I'm religious, mm-hmm. but I am like spiritual to the human experience. Mm-hmm. Like, um, especially like studying like cultures over time, like shamans and like psychedelics and whatnot yeah like old um not religion but it's like spirituality yeah yeah, yeah. i know they ascribe to like you know like some like spiritual belief like i really like the idea of like animism like in japanese like shintoism Mm -hmm. what is that so um describe it for our viewers so animism is like belief that like things have like spirit so that's something like um the aboriginal people believe so here in canada like the first nations like they have a their religion is animism or like in japanese culture like their shintoism you know like they have respect for everything everything because they believe it's like living and you know like i really like that idea of it and you know like those ideas have been around for so long like animism especially like first nations were like the you know like pioneers of it yeah like the first people to like really like continue on that culture that you see evolve like from like early modern humans from like the old world to the new world yeah yeah like there's always been like some element element of like ceremony like burying their dead and like giving them gifts into the afterlife and like like ritualizing things yeah like ritual burial yeah so to like, convey like the significance of it yeah and like i i totally love the idea of like that. respecting nature and like things mm-hmm. have souls and you know like life cycles persist and like you know like you have yeah. like all these ancestors and like they're with you and like maybe you're gonna be reincarnated or whatnot yeah. like a life cycle i don't like necessarily believe in like ascribed institutional religion like Mm -hmm. catholicism or like me neither yeah i hate like i hate like dogmas like that that has been created in the future in the past and like so really so hard to rigidly believed you know yeah there's no room for change at all the, the dog like religious dogmas is they're not changing you know like it's the same thing and it has been the same thing for generations but it's not, and generations, not the yeah. same. It's not the same anymore. Yeah, it's not helping people anymore. No, like... Like, everything has to adapt to its environment, right? Eventually. Mm-hmm. And, like, especially with, like, um, Catholicism, like, you know, like, colonizers came and, like, white man's burden. They're like, our religion's the best religion. Yeah, like, you're destroyed gonna... everything, yeah. Yeah, and, like, um, when the Spanish came over to um, Mexico and they're like, oh, like your religion's stupid yeah we don't like, want it. and they had um the aztec people really had to like reconcile their beliefs with like christianity mm-hmm. and so like they created like their own religion kind of like putting their deities into like catholic oh yeah yeah like a mix de- of the two yeah religions. like yeah uh in brazil did the same thing like santeria or something is yeah a, like it's a it's a it's melding mixed. of like cultures and, yeah like, it sucks to like have other people influence the way like society goes and like i really am curious to see if like if no one thought they were better than anyone else what would it look like now like if there'll probably be no evolution or like no change at all honestly if that wasn't the case well the thing about evolution is it 
operates regardless. True. I mean, like, not it, evolution as in, like, physical evolution, like but, like... Biological. Yeah, sorry, like, cultural. I, I just thought, like, biological evolution. I was like, eh, is, you're biased, is you know? there variation to act upon? Then natural selection will still operate. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I meant, like, cultural evolution. That's and the like, thing with, like, um, especially, like, globalism. Mm-hmm. Everything is so interconnected now. That's why you can't have, like, uh, distinct biological races is because humans are going to constantly, like, go somewhere else. Interbreed Mi- with... Migrate. Yeah, like, populations are continued to, like, mm-hmm. come in contact with each other and, like, yeah. people are still going to trade and they're still going to, like, exchange cultures and they're still going to, like, give gifts and mm-hmm. participate in society and, like... yeah. I just wanted to see, like, what that would have looked like had, like, you know, like, British people not come in. Oh, like, yeah. Y- you know. All over the world. <laughs> or, like, the Spaniards invaded, like, Mexico, Mexico. or something. Like, I, I wonder what would have happened, like. It would probably have still continued the same way, more or less, with minute deviations, probably. I'm just, minute like, changes. what would culture <clears throat> look like? What would religion look like? Can you imagine being a fly on the wall when, like all the culture here was still going on like back back before europeans contacted this land can you imagine yeah like like, seeing the aztec and the mayans the olmecs in their prime time that's what i wonder because um when the spanish came over to um south america they destroyed a lot of the books that like people could like the people wrote about the like mayan writing or you know like because it's a like hieroglyphic you know like they're pictorials yeah yeah um but like what would have happened how much would more would we have known if they had not like burned destroyed it yeah yeah like i feel like other people have intervened and they you know like victors write history like Mm -hmm. what would have happened if like victors weren't here yeah yeah you know it would have been crazy yeah because to just see it you know like obviously we don't know what happened i'm so curious to like yeah as you said like be a fly on the wall like can you imagine just seeing that shit that's like a thought on my head like all the time like i just want to like live in that society yeah. for a day during that time yeah like what would have that look like and that's what we're trying to figure out like we're trying to like piece re- together yeah, things piece right together the past based on like but some limited parts knowledge. are missing because we destroyed shit yeah and i wish it wasn't destroyed yeah like for example i'm very curious like how we used to live back then in like those times because we have like <clears throat> like architectural finds for example like the pyramids and stuff which we have no idea how they create it like it's absolute that they did something that aliens. we still don't understand you know do you actually think it's aliens? no <laughs> <laughs> it's just i used to watch the history channel and oh i like did too the, ancient yeah. ancient aliens yeah. yeah i watched that shit a lot too but like i like nobody knows how they actually like created no. all these architectural like, feats and the thing is like <clears throat> the pyramids and such and like certain civilizations they're so like mathematically like accurate precise yeah, yeah. and i just like i'm so like i want to know like, yeah yeah what would it have been like well, I guess we'll never figure out. No, and I just want to know. And There's like millions of different speculations, though. Like, it's just not even in Egypt. It's all over the world. Like, you go to India, you find shit that you can't explain, too. Yeah. Like, there's this one temple where, like, a pillar is, like, literally floating. Like, it's 
it's so weird. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, like, literally floating in Ancient the Ancient civilizations were so cool. Yeah, like, I know. We could, like, they're just lost to time. We think they were, like, dumbasses when we came here. Like, we used to call them what? Or the Europeans used to call them, um, like, lower-grade people, right? Or whatnot. Yeah. There was a word for it. I forgot. Inferior? Yeah, something like that. Inferior. And they destroyed everything. But then now we're figuring out that actually, no, they weren't that dumb because they have shit like the pyramids and like you know yeah, the flying and like you pillars see mathematics and, like arise in yeah. multiple different civilizations <clears throat> like over time and yeah like um have you heard of gobekli tepe no you haven't heard of gobekli tepe no that is like changing archaeology and like anthropology because that finding is changing like everything because I think it's probably more archaeology because I'm related, more anthropology. Yeah. Typically. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it was related to well, it's um, it's like um, how do I describe it? It's like a site. Mm-hmm. Um, Where is it in the world? In uh, in Turkey. In Turkey. No, in Syria, I think somewhere. Let me just search up. Hold on. In the Fertile Crescent. <laughs> Gobekli Tepe. I th- I'm pretty sure it's in Turkey. Um what is it called in turkey yeah mm-hmm. it's like a huge here i'll show you a picture they used to think like nobody knows what the fuck it is they they think it's like a religious oh. thing or like or it's, it's called a megalith that's what it's called yeah i, I saw the word stonehenge and no one yeah. knows how stonehenge got there either and it's like the same thing you know? yeah like those There's heavy so many, stones like, how the fuck did they move them from like I can tell you about like Stonehenge, how they thought they moved stones. Mm-hmm. So they, um, there's been like <clears throat> experiments to try to see how people move these like really heavy stones into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and they like put like seaweed down, and they would like pull the stones, and like mm. they're just trying to figure out like, you know, like how they did it. Yeah, how they did it, and you know, like with things like that, like it works. The seaweed works. I think it did. I think it did. Like. Um, but that's also in uh, the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. somewhere there, wherever it is. Yeah, I was like, I don't the Stonehenge. Where. Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know, like those findings, like you'll never know because no one ever like wrote about it. Yeah, like, who put that? Yeah, there? that's the weird part. Like, the, you create a fucking pyramid, like the the Great Pyramids of Giza, like mm-hmm. three of them. Why the fuck wouldn't you write about how you created it? Like, if we create something magnificent right now, for example, like the Burj Khalifa, Khalifa mm-hmm. or whatnot, I'm pretty sure there's a document somewhere on this planet that says how the engineering was done. Yeah. I, or how the construction was done. I just wish, like, I could document, like, everything. Yeah. Like, through history. Like, I was the omnip- omnipotent being yeah. that, like, oversaw, like, everything. humanity. Yeah, and then everything would make sense. Maybe. Yeah, like... I just want to know. Me too, you know? Like, when I was a little kid, I I was so fucking, like, deep into this shit. I would, like, watch documentaries after documentaries after documentaries. Just trying to figure out what yeah, it is. Yeah, you're just, like, watching. You're like, please tell me the answers yeah. to all these questions. But yeah, no and it's knows. all, like, speculations, theories. Yeah. Like, for the pyramids, the theories say that there was a huge-ass ramp, right? Mm-hmm. But it couldn't be, like, because apparently, like, mathematically, it doesn't make sense. The height of the pyramid... And like the the load or the not the load, the weight of the stones are so heavy that the ram couldn't have been higher than ten degrees. So if you have a ten degree 
slope mm-hmm. of a ramp. You need a f- r- long ass yeah, ramp. Yeah, it's gonna be like really long yeah. before you get to like the height of the. Yeah, pyramids. exactly. And if if they had that, then where is it right now? They're just it didn't vanish. If they had a it ramp has to be that a big, long ramp. Yeah, and if like they had a where yeah, right, where's right? the ramp? Exactly. Show us the ramp. If they had it, then where the fuck did it go? It should still be there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if There's it was no a sand ramp, ramp, it couldn't have worked because sand will collapse under the heavy weight of the stone. Yeah, and it'll like yeah. you know keep moving. Like you can only put sand at a certain height before it starts to like yeah you know, go yeah back dissipate and everything. Yeah. So like the traditional like um, understanding, like the traditional theories of how it was created doesn't really like make sense it doesn't really answer any questions and we'll never know i know that's the frustrating part i know i I wish we would at least know like one thing just like something of of these like architectural feats and how they created one of them because i think if we know one of them we might be able to figure out yeah something like oh like stonehenge is similar to the whatever it's called (laughs) this gobekli tepe yeah but it's oh the thing with the Gobekli Tepe is like it's way older than the oldest um, megalith that humans have known. Like we, you know how we say like oh civilization started in Sumer, mm-hmm. and they find out that oh no actually forty to fifty thousand years ago. I don't know if this is true. I'm just making shit up. Just yeah. giving you an example. Like forty to fifty thousand years ago in fucking North America or South America, they had civilization. Mm-hmm. They had practices of you know, rituals and shit like that, like a civilized culture. So that gets rewritten to, you know, South America mm-hmm. being the first bearers of civilization, but just keeps moving back and back and back. And now they found people keep finding other things. Yeah. And Gobekli Tepe is like way older than the oldest megalith, which I don't know which it was before this. And so they like archaeologists and like other people or scientific people, they don't know how to describe this. Like, it's really hard, like, because you can theorize all you want, but you'll never have, like, any concrete Definitive evidence, evidence yeah. yeah, or definitive proof, yeah. Yeah, because it's just, like, stones in the ground, and you're like, um, where they come from? Yeah, and they say, like, well, the theory is that, um, the conventional theory is that hunter-gatherers created this, but there's, like, complex um, stonework in there mm-hmm. where they, like, carve a figure of an animal, for example, out of like in the stone which is like not seen during that time period at all which is like very advanced and seen like in a later time period mm-hmm. and if hunter gatherers created that like we think of hunter gatherers like as like you know inferior like yeah like primitive like yeah, the notion of dumbasses <laughs> the thing with like um humans like social organization is like you start at hunter-gatherer and then you move to like subsistence farming Mm -hmm. and like then you get to like you know like commercialized like industrial like farming and and then it moves on from there right yeah it just sucks like that the primitive notion is hunter-gatherers but like and we associate like primitive as being like inferior like dumb yeah and that's why it's not really true put like hunter gatherer like um groups of pe- like modern humans like on the bottom and those tended to be people in like you know like africa and you know like, they were, like there's oh. a racial thing going on there too yeah. racial discrimination maybe but like um also in gobekli tepe like the pillars some of the animals that they find carved in there didn't even exist in that 
area during that time and still doesn't a lot of like um megafauna was Mm -hmm. due to humans like extinction was due to humans you think so no like uh mammoths Uh were over hunted by modern humans really yeah and i've heard that theory but i don't know if i believe that it's um so at the end of uh the ice age i i'm not sure but there was this thing called the younger dryas so the climate of the earth changed and there's this like gap in the um archaeological record like the fossil record yeah there's nothing nothing for this like younger dryas yeah in anywhere in the world yeah like it's just like a gap Mm -hmm. everywhere and no one can figure out what happened there so um like the climate changed and everything changed and like humans were over hunting they were a big reason to why mammoths disappeared because like uh, humans proliferated and they started realizing like oh like game meat and um so hunting large animals required a lot of coordination yeah and like only like humans could figure out how to do it so they like did it way too much but like i've also heard the theory that maybe like um meteor or something fell and like destroyed all of those um megafauna like mammoths and stuff uh, the extinction around of megafauna around the world was probably due to environmental and ecological factors. It was completed by the end of the last ice age, and it believed that the megafauna came into existence in response to glacial conditions and then became extinct with the onset of warmer climates. And because of warmer climates, humans could move from place to place. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I've yeah, I've definitely heard the theory that you're saying like right now. Like, it's a conventional theory, but then like this guy Graham Hancock, he says like. Just because, like, looking at older cultures, we were very holistic. I don't think we would have done that. Like, I don't think any older civilization would have killed off their only means of survival in that the area. Humans didn't know. They didn't know, like, how, how many there Megafauna were. out yeah. there? Like, they just hunted when they needed to. Right, but then, like, apparently there was, like, a lot of megafauna back in those days like there was a lot of fucking bison when yeah but then like you know like there's the younger dryas and then the end of the glacial period killed off a lot of the mammoths it's just like you know like um combination of a lot yeah, of things the conditions just didn't allow for animals to be this big like there used to be like the woolly rhino as well right yeah and like um like giant slots and shit too yeah in uh australia there's a lot of like megafauna it's like a there's one of them. I forget the name now. Something dot. It's just with a D. Dodo? But, no, it's a bird. I'm gonna find it now. D. Dinosaurs. It's um. I want to know. Australian megafauna. Like still exists. No, I don't. Okay. Th- I don't think any megafauna still exists, exists. Yeah, they all died off. But you do have a lot of diprotodon. That's Whoa, what it's called. Never heard that. Diprotodon. So diprotodon. When they found like a bunch of like diprotodon do- bones in like a pit, and they think like humans made this like pit, and they just like 
fell in. So, like, hunting methods oh, were very efficient. So, right. like, you could k- kill, like, a bunch of them. Together. Yeah. Oh, like, um, what was the name? The Com- the Comanches? Mm-hmm. In, uh, were they in South America or North America? I think they're in North America in U- U.S., right? Like Texas be. somewhere? Yeah. The Comanches used to hunt bison by literally oh. forcing them to fall off cliffs. Head smashed in buffalo jump yeah. in Alberta. Oh, yeah. I have never heard of that, but same kind it's, of... It's here. So um, I almost went there for a uh, field trip, but uh-huh. that was like literally the day everything closed. What is it? It's like an archaeological site? Or like... So um, it's it was this cliff that um, Native American people would like round bison up and just like force them off the cliff and they just fall. Yeah, all of them. And there's like mentality. layers on layers and layers of just like skeletons. Bones. Yeah. So yeah, like, that's what they humans hunted efficiently. Yeah, they did. But the the thing also is that I don't think we hunted like that much of the animal because we knew that if we destroyed everything then we wouldn't have enough to survive at the end. I think we were like way more smarter than we give ourselves credit for. Like back in those days. I, I, like same again as you were saying like we have this like human centric view on mm-hmm. everything, or not human centric. Like we think like centric, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like we think right now we're more evolved than we've ever been. You know, like we we think like we're superior than we've ever been. But mm-hmm. it, it, honestly, could like, be you n- never know. Yeah, you're right. Like you never right? know. Maybe they were more advanced than we were in a in a more like conscious sense, or like in a more. Um, mental sense rather than like physical sense as in like creating houses and like buildings and like guns that's and why shit like i that. think they hunted them more because they became really efficient at these hunting methods mm-hmm. so they're like ah we can just kill everything all of them yeah and yeah. then take more i mean that is human instinct though to get everything at once or like to store shit yeah you know like that's what we do with like that's why we get obese right because we eat a lot yeah. right we fucking... and the thing with like um why people think humans moved out of africa is because of meat eating like being able ah. to cook meat uh-huh. so i think that was a main staple like obviously like there's been evidence like they've eaten other things yeah but at that point in time i think that they were mainly consuming like meat meat like in africa still today like hunter gatherers living there like the hadzabe or like the i forget the other name the Cal- like in the Kalahari Desert, yeah, in like the Sahara region, the uh, Tuareg people or like the Khoisan, they all hunt game. Mm-hmm. They all, all mostly eat meat. Like the Hadzabe, they li- they eat um monkey, a type of monkey. I forgot his name. Forget its name. Uh, not bonobos. It starts with B. Baboons. Baboons. They hunt and eat baboons. Apparently, it's it's like it looks like humans. And they eat that shit. Primates are very similar to humans. Yeah. Because we have a generalized skeleton. Yeah. So they look the same, kind of. They're a little bit more like, you know, because they're quadrupedal. We're yeah. bipedal, obviously. And they have like... what different. They have like the... What is this teeth call again? Uh, your canine? The canine, yeah. The canine is like long. Like yeah. really long. Like tigers or saber-toothed tigers. That's actually because of a sexual dimorphism. So What is uh, that? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it so is. So it's when 
males and females are really different in size. Mm -hmm. So that happens in species where there's a lot of competition for mates. Mm. So they grow these large canines so they can fend off. Like... They can basically like be bigger, stronger, better, uh, longer teeth so they can attract more, more. Yeah, get more females. females. Uh, so, yeah. Makes sense. That's the only reason. Like really, like, yeah. So it's nothing to do with like better being being a better hunter or like you know, b- no, killing the prey it, easier. It, that's they're called uh, secondary sexual characteristics. Uh-huh. So like things with like, have you seen mandrels with like the blue nose and like? Yeah, I think so. Um, in the gelata monkeys, mm-hmm. they have like uh, large manes and like mm-hmm. large teeth and like they have these just like, to show off like basically. yeah basically just to show off like there's no other reason than for like, nature is just like fucking with everything i think it's a big fat joke it is a big fat joke <laughs> everything you yeah it's like nature isn't like an active designer it just you know these traits tend to get selected mm-hmm. constantly so then your genes inadvertently are like oh like bigger is better mm-hmm. so you can because you better pass rate. your genes off more so they'll be overrepresented in the next generation so like because of natural selection right yeah because you're better able to survive yeah so like um natural selection operates on variation that already exists mm-hmm. it's just um when you're talking about like fitness you're talking about um uh, your reproductive opportunities so like uh, these more sexually dimorphic animals have more reproductive opportunities so their fitness is higher Mm -hmm. that's how fitness is described in the in nature yeah like technically like fitness is your ability to reproduce Reproduce. and survive so like if you have good fitness you will reproduce right like if you don't then you'd have like undesirable like genes Mm-hmm. the eyes of like the population right so like that's why like when like these female gelato monkeys mate with like the big gelato monkeys like they're constantly gonna like Keep get getting more bigger, yeah. extreme because yeah know, like they want the best genes but it's inadvertent because they don't realize it it's just like on the ultimate cause causational like reason uh-huh. like they're not like thinking like oh like he's that, bigger that so. guy's better yeah yeah like, it just happens to be that they're way. just attracted and to they're, it like those genes are constantly unconsciously like, so, selected for yeah so they're but, overrepresented in the next generation yeah and they keep on getting more and more bigger in yeah. the case of the monkeys and yeah like basically like that's why i think like it's been like so extreme mm-hmm. in like certain cases I'm going to turn on the light. It's getting kind of dark. When you can't see anymore? I can, like... I, I did podcasts where it was, like, way darker than this. But I and you just end up in, like, the dark? I'm just going to fall asleep if it gets too dark. But, um... Also, like, Darwin's theory of, like, um... Fitness, I actually I think. read his uh, book? Origin of Species. The entire book? Not the entire book. Just the introduction and the conclusion. Is it good? Yeah, He... It's a lot. It's like really wordy. Like he just like mm. speaks. Back then, like the language was different too, right? Yeah. They were very well spoken. Apparently, it's just like 
it's really annoying to read a scientific paper because they expand on one little yeah, thing yeah, I know. so much. And I know. Like, okay, like, I get the point. Like, yeah, just, like, speaking dummy terms, you know? Yeah, like, but they Straightforward, you know, because they're so, so sophisticated and yeah, shit. Yeah, but, like, in that, uh, Darwin is, like, uh, describing, like, natural selection and, you know, like, oh, like, there has to be variation to be acted upon. Anyways, what was your question about Darwin? <laughs> it wasn't a question. I was going to say, like, uh, you know his theory of, like, um, what was it? Survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. right? Like, fitness. Um, isn't it kind of flawed? Because, like, for example, if an animal is not the fittest, but it's, like, a, is a thief, let's say. Like, for example, for food, he can, mm-hmm. like, you know, go up to a bigger, bigger uh, animal or a bigger male mm-hmm. who killed something and then take a part of that food and still eat it and still survive or like steal shit from yeah, but other the, the um the part you're missing is it has to be able to pass its genes on to the next generation oh. so like um if it's gonna if it, if it's a if it is it should be able yeah, to like reproduce fitness is like right as you said d- just uh determined by reproduction yeah like it's whatever the best trait and like the like darwin described like the galapagos finches like why they all like had different like beak shapes for like different environments because they ate different things like maybe one species of finches ate more nuts than one on Mm -hmm. like this other part of the island so those characteristics just continue to get chosen over and over again and um like the for example if like you were a finch and you lived predominantly where there was some place you could only eat nuts but your beak was more well adapted to eating like fruit so to say yeah like you're not going to survive to pass your genes off true so your variation will not be as represented in the next generation uh i have a interesting like i'm going to digress a little bit like do you think um evolution or like change can happen in like one generation like within one person it's called punctuated evolution what does that mean like evolution quickened up yeah so there's like um so punctuated equilibrium is like all of a sudden something like branches off Mm -hmm. into a completely new species like all of a sudden like in one generation yeah like i i think I think maybe you could have like a totally new species in like one generation. I think that's totally possible. Because um, I was asking that question like um, that. Do you think, for example, if a species, for example, a human species moved like not a Neanderthal, a human species that was well adapted to live in a hot climate suddenly moved to North America where it's like super cold, mm-hmm. right? Do you think in in that one person's life, he can change certain traits so that he's better able to better able to survive in that environment? Like for example, hair color change or like, um, not eye color change, but like physical attribute change. Because like usually, people who live in colder climates get bigger. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the Icelandic people are yeah, fucking huge. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like um. It's some theory, I forget what it's called, but um, people who live in warm climates are taller and slender, and people who live in um, colder, colder climates, climates are shorter and stockier because it conserves heat better. Yeah. 
Um, but it's also weird because like I've also heard the theory that like people who live in colder climates also get like huge, like muscularly fucking massive and tall. That I don't know about, but I just know about like you know when things are compact, like smaller and stockier, yeah. yeah, you can conserve heat better. Mm-hmm. That's all that I know, but like uh-huh. if that's true then that'd be cool, you know? Like I just happen to live in a cold climate and I'm still short, so like I miss me, but no, 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 that makes sense because you come from a co- colder climate too. Yeah. So, like, your body type is like perfect. Shorter and stockier. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, for great. surviving in the cold. <laughs> I know exactly what I wanted. Are your parents like short too? Yeah, my mom is short. Hmm, my my mom's dad really is short too. 5'10. So, like, oh shit. My mom's 5'2. My dad's 5'10 or 5'9. Oh, okay. So, so he's taller like, than my dad. My dad's like 5'6. My mom's like 5'1 or some shit like that. Even my my dad <laughs> even wins. shorter. Yeah, but but like I'm the shortest of In my your... entire family. Oh really? Yeah, like my sister's like five six, my brother's six one. Oh and shit! I'm five one. I'm shorter than my mom. Like I didn't. Think what that did was you possible. do? You didn't drink enough milk. I guess so. But like, um, the thing with height is it's eighty percent heritable. It's so weird with it's height. Like Seventy though. to eighty percent heritable. But um, so there's this place in Africa. I forget where it is, but there. Um, like the tallest population oh, of people yeah, in yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. But when you look at um their population, there's actually like a lot of short individuals, and it's because of nutrition. Oh, you're so, talking about like the pygmy people, I think. No, like it's a population. Oh, I'm. I have to remember now. Um. I know. I think I've heard of it. The population you're speaking about. It's like a specific tribe that they come from, too. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, they did a study mm-hmm. and they found, like, a lot of short people in that population. In that tall population. Yeah. Because of nutrition. Oh. Yeah. So when you improve nutrition, mm-hmm. you improve height a lot. And I think I just ate a lot of pizza as a kid and I did not grow to my You know, that potential. makes sense because I used to eat, like, shit when I was a little kid, too. Yeah. And you didn't grow as tall as, as much, you should. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I'm still taller than my dad, so I'm happy. Yeah, you I still win. win. <laughs> I'm like, so thankful for the height I have. Cause I know, I just want like two more inches. I was like, it's I, I want five, it one more inches. I, I just want it one more inch. I'm one five, inch? like seven or eight. So five, nine would have been fine. Yeah. Because like, that's just average. Just one more, just one one more, more fucking inch. And I did everything, trust me. I played basketball. I, I like, you know, they say like all these superstitions. Like, like if you hang. hang. Yeah, my, my parents were like, oh, you should hang. <laughs> I was like, it worked for your cousin. She's so tall. And I was like, yeah, like that's Trust so me, mean. I fucking tried that like almost every single day for a year. And nothing happened. Yeah, like, they were like, oh, just hang. Shit happens. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, no. Height is so weird because you see like people from, for example, your brother. How is he that fucking tall? Six one. I have to show you a picture of, like, my whole family, like, standing next to each other. Is it, like... Yeah, it, it's literally, <laughs> Slope? Like, it's so funny. But I was also wearing, like, tall shoes in this picture. Because it's... The only picture I have is, like, my grad picture of all of us standing next to each other. But, like... It's, like... Oh, shit. Like, my brother is tall. That's... Yeah. This is his wife. But my sister is, like, there, maybe. But I was also wearing tall shoes, but I'm shorter than my mom. Mm-hmm. But like, never mind. It looks like you guys are the same height, but yeah. But he married her, and uh-huh. they're she's like 
5'11 and he's 6'1 and like their baby is like in the 100th percentile like she's wearing toddler like 2t clothes <laughs> at eight months Holy like she is shit. like she is like half my size hey but you never know though like she might like her growth might slow down and shit you never know i yeah maybe but she eats really good oh okay so she, since she's in canada there's less likely that she's not gonna be tall yeah it's just like i think genetics wins yeah and she's gonna be tall like probably regardless. probably she's so huge but there's like cases where like there's bad nutrition genetics doesn't also you know support the person's height but the person gets up to be like fucking six one or like you know tall as fuck and that's the funny thing about like genes like you never know which genes will turn on or mm-hmm. turn off when yeah like epigenetics right yeah it's crazy epigenetics is really interesting because um you know there's this thing like um i don't know if you've heard of lamarck and like uh, the theory of uh, acquired characteristics i think i have maybe so it's like if a giraffe is like reaching for like taller leaves the neck will grow and then that will pass on to his children right but isn't that basically natural selection not really like it's a theory before natural selection i think okay they operate kind of the same Mm. it's just like whatever you inherit in your inherit in your lifetime you can pass off to your kids but then that's been disproved by natural selection because um that's talking about um change in the individual but natural selection is talking about change in the population over time like you as an individual are just a carrier for natural selection to act upon like okay it just doesn't happen in one generation really right it happens over time and like in a population like the population changes Mm -hmm. but the theory of like lamarck's in higher like acquired characteristics is that like your neck grows and then your child is born with a longer neck you get muscles and your child is born with like big muscles but obviously like that doesn't that happen. doesn't happen no. if i have a tattoo like my kid's not gonna come out with a tattoo like exactly <laughs> but that's where like people disprove that but now epigenetics is coming back in and you're like oh like the environment does play a role a huge role actually a huge role but people go like nature versus nurture and it's like no like it's both of them yeah actually that's that's the problem like we try to put everything in boxes like yeah like religion versus science yeah it's like no it should like, be an integration of all things together yeah and that's like a big, huge problem in society right yeah like it's black or white no, yeah it's like it's gray mm, it's, it's more like between. it's fucking gray yeah. you know i was asking you that question because like um i think last year it started like i started taking like cold showers and like a lot of like cold exposure i would like go outside when it's like cold as fuck mm-hmm. and like i'd meditate there for like you should 30 take minutes a cold shower in the snow oh i did yeah cold shower in the snow what do you mean like go outside and dump like ice water over your head in like the snow i've like gone outside in my underwear when it's like snow on the ground and like just laid there for a couple minutes and i come back add some ice water oh yeah on top of that over oh fuck i gotta try that i i love the cold though but what happened was like i wasn't i was doing like so much cold exposure like every single day Mm -hmm. my my mustache hair started turning blonde Really? it was so fucking weird I'm yeah like, hmm, i'm blonde now yeah it's so weird like i'm from bangladesh where like nobody has blonde hair mm-hmm. absolutely nobody there's like green eyes and shit every now and then but that's like european trade that they got from like a european yeah. ancestor but 
like I would never think in a million years that my hair could turn like blonde but it wasn't even like one or two hairs you know what's funny is that like sometimes i think people like shave their head and like their hair like starts growing like different color and like different like whatever Maybe yeah yeah they texture or whatnot hair and it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah like it I, what, what's no happening one, there like, no one knows how genes operate because there's so many of them uh-huh. and, like um like a codon is responsible for like an amino acid and then you have like a chain of amino acids and then that makes whatever protein yeah that that's your um that's like the gene Mm -hmm. so there's like all these like genes operating on like all these codons on these like in these amino acid strains but it's all like one base in your whole like dna strand yeah it's like you'll never find out because there's so many (laughs) <laughs> that's the fucking problem I, I was thinking like maybe it's epigenetics but i have honestly no clue you never know like when a gene might turn off and on like because that's what epigenetics is it's like oh like yeah. the environment turning on and off your genes right so does that mean like i had the blonde gene in me before if it's your environment on? might have turned it on but i mean for it to turn it on it has to be it, there right it, technically um yeah but can't just like create a different color can it it might you never know i mean that's how maybe blonde hair started it, if you I, think it about was a it. mutation yeah like, yeah it just showed up randomly like blonde hair blue eyes like blue eyes you historically have been known as like a mutation mm-hmm. so maybe that's how it started maybe you have like somewhere deep in your ancestry yeah like deep in your dna somewhere like this blonde gene that like randomly like got turned on for like your mustache <laughs> who knows who knows like, if you've ever noticed like people's beard versus their hair it's usually that their hair is way darker than their beard their beard color is usually way lighter like if you've noticed wasim's beard it's it, ginger yeah i've noticed a and his bit. hair is like dark brownish mm-hmm. brunette it's so weird like it fades down almost like the color yeah it's like uh, the dye started up here like yeah washed it down and it only like hit the mustache yeah i don't know why that is either and like when people go bald hair from the head is gone but people still still have a lot of yeah yeah we'll still have a lot of hair like everywhere else doesn't make sense no it's very interesting like why would hair just like go away from the head and i think we don't know like i think we're just at like the beginning of understanding like all this stuff yeah whatever like the more you know the less you know see i I thought like maybe i would i figured something out i thought like oh shit maybe like we can change shit in one one person's life like you know how you can if you exercise you can like turn on certain genes which is like better for you like for example if you have cancer or if you have like the predisposition for cancer in mm-hmm. your family that's what they're trying to use crispr for because um not cancer but uh, uh i think cystic fibrosis is a single point gene like it happens in one gene because mm-hmm. usually like you have to have a bunch of genes turned on for a certain like height is a bunch of genes whatever mm-hmm. but uh cystic fibrosis is like a si- like a single point mutation yeah and they're gonna try to use like crispr have you heard of CRISPR? I have, but what is it? CRISPR, it stands for something, but it's basically like this thing that like replicates, um, like it kind of splits up your DNA and mm-hmm. it kind of replicates a sequence and changes the codons. Mm-hmm. So technically like you could change the gene for a single point mutation so you no longer have it. Oh shit. 
I think that would be so cool. Yeah, and but it might also cause problems. That's the ethical debate. Mm-hmm. Is um, I think this guy in China he did this um, CRISPR treatment. Yeah, some kind of like DNA altering, DNA altering in the genes mm-hmm. in um, twins in the uterus, and there was like this huge ethical debate, and I think he went to jail. Oh fuck. Yeah, but um, that like brings up like, is it right to change? the genes in humans exactly and now that we're figuring that shit out it's gonna have a lot more implications in the future yeah like like, have you heard of like designer designer babies babies. yeah Yeah. yeah. like changing genetics to like create the pick and choose like what characteristics you want wasn't there like a movement back in the day like semantics or whatnot what was it called i think it was called semantics i think where it's like picking and choosing certain traits like Oh, oh I you're will... talking about eugenics. E- eugenics, my yeah. bad, not semitics. Yeah, I was like yeah. anti-semitic. Like... <laughs> no, semitics is something to do with Jews, right? That's yeah. Anti-semitic right. rhetoric is like yeah. right. Yeah, no, eugenics. Yeah. Uh, where it said like you can pick and choose certain people to like, uh, to be like superior, so that yeah. They... But then that raises the question like, who has the right to yeah, choose exactly. what is the Th- best that's how basically racism started right kind of yeah like it's and, the roots of racism i think well it has been going on for ye- like way before so, that. so you know the nazis actually used this one document that i read for my one class to base like their whole like eugenics movement off uh-huh. i'm gonna pull it up for you the nazis were fascinating though no oh, they even did a if lot they were... of like human experimentation oh yeah yeah like, they did it's not ethical, but you know, like they did it anyways. They did it anyways to for the furtherment of human civilization, and I that, guess. And, that, and you know, like whatever, you have to have someone in like a superior position to mm-hmm. choose what is right and wrong, and that's like oh, like that's the problem with it. Yeah, because but if... you know, like that'd be cool if mm-hmm. we could like you know pick and choose traits of humanity and just like create different populations of yeah people, but, but not then like... that'll be kind of boring too i know I guess like then every be... single person would start looking the same do you think humans are gonna interbreed to the point of like everyone's gonna look oh f- like phenotypically similar i i was gonna i was gonna ask you that exact same question and i think yeah i think it so. will happen because it's already happening yeah like yeah. you look at like black people and, and white people getting married and like creating a kid looks like me yeah brown kid and people are gonna you know continue moving across the world and no one's gonna stay in one place for a long time it's just like especially since globalization has started and well it's not even eugenics like it's human like we unconsciously prefer people that look good Mm -hmm. why because um looking good is a sign that they're healthy physical um beauty is a sign of like health this is the one, the, the document. The document that. You read these entire fucking like six page document. It, it, they're really long, but Arthur so basically, Dick, like no. that document describes like human races and uh-huh. like, um, like the characteristics and like of his three races. So he chose um, the Aryans. Yeah, like you know, like. He picked three races and he categorized all people into those races. And then the Nazis created their eugenics movement based on that. That document. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how, like, 
he was that's why he was killing like all the other people yeah all like other um i think i think hitler in um when he was in prison he was like writing his mein man- kampf yeah mein kampf and i think he might have read that mm, in prison I, yeah what a nice prison that would have been right yeah, where you can read been, shit yeah no kidding Drink and write, write, a, write your own um, book yeah in fucking prison <laughs> indoctrination document yeah can you imagine you probably didn't go to prison at all it was like a nice little house yeah, somewhere I, d- I just remember nice little cabin i remember just the fact that he wrote that in prison but the prison could have not been a prison at all yeah probably wasn't it probably wasn't but you know what's like scary? Like he started like a fake fire or whatnot, right? In mm-hmm. like a building in yeah, Germany. In the house of whatever. In yeah. The parliament house. Somewhere. And he, for that, he was granted like power, right? Some kind of power. Yeah. Like, he, like special power because of like emergency situation or whatnot. Yeah. So basically, like I think he got a bunch of seats and then he created a situation in mm-hmm. which he devised himself to stay in power forever right he was like oh like emergency like situation which he created Uh uh-huh if you like look at it if you analyze it properly you can see the same parallel happening today where because of the emergency situation of covid the government is being granted more and more power and maybe that's why trudeau was trying to hold another election i I I think that was um i could see a lot of parallels in donald trump like fascism I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, becoming, like, fascist. Yeah. That's what's happening in the Western countries right now, too. Like, Trudeau's kind of doing the same shit with, like, this re-election thing, right? He's trying to get majority, as you said. Mm-hmm. So he can, like, implement his own laws without any yeah, I guess good inputs. from. It's not a conspiracy. It's just, like, a possibility, right? Yeah. It's just like, a thought. It could possibly right? be that way. That's kind right? of strange to think about. Also, like, uh, Kathy told me that... Oh, Kathy has a lot of ideas. <laughs> a lot of them. Um, that Trudeau... Trudeau's actual dad is actually Fidel Castro. <laughs> like, actually, though, if you look at a picture of them both side by side... I mean, Trudeau did do blackface. So. Yeah. Like, was that, a like, a play or something? I don't know. I think it was Halloween. Yeah, I think it was Halloween, too. I've heard that. He dressed up in a aladdin costume yeah but if you look at both of their pictures side by side you see the similarity oh like it's crazy when was fidel castro born i have no idea because i know justin trudeau was born in 1971 i think Mm -hmm. and fidel castro was like president prime minister whatnot in cuba then or in power dictator yeah dictator (laughs) if we're going by semantics yeah dictator but he doesn't he like looks very fucking similar there's also other pictures like that's kind of funny i kind of love that kathy thinks that (laughs) just just look at the smile too you can see it like he doesn't look anything like his dad pierre trudeau ah yeah his his dad kind of looks a little bit more like eccentric than he does yeah right but his mom also like you know had the brown hair and whatever yeah i think he looks a lot like his mom Maybe, but this is a crazy, right? Yeah. This is a crazy, like, similarity. Maybe he is dun, dun, his, dun. his son. But don't they also say, like, you have, like, eight doppelgangers around the world? 
What's that? Doppelganger is someone who looks like exactly like you. Oh, could be. Yeah. Right. There's like a. Yeah, there are people that look like very similar to each other. But then like that similar, like the smile, the mustache, the nose. Like that's just crazy. Maybe he is. Who knows? Does everyone have a doppelganger? It is said that we all have a doppelganger out there somewhere with nearly 8 billion people. We probably do. Or honestly. maybe it's just how our brains process faces because I guess we look for similarities. So maybe it's Could just. Could be. Like, maybe that's why people like go to conspiracy theories because they're always like looking for like similarities between yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like putting. I think two it's called two. like pareidolia. It's like a condition where people try to. Um, explain everything yeah yeah explain everything by like putting it uh, or connecting it to some like unimaginable thing like you connect um what's a good example fuck i can't think of any example now usually i can think of like millions so bananas are genetically identical so like what if like all the bananas went extinct mm-hmm I don't know. I was just trying to help you like think of something, but um, yeah, like some crazy shit. You like you find connections between seemingly unconnected things Mm -hmm. to like describe reality, and it's like a mental condition. I think where we label it as a mental condition. We've labeled a lot of things as like mental conditions, like ADHD and shit. You know, yeah, it's a questionable like problem. It's not really like well, it can be a problem if it's like severe, but it actually helps a lot of people. A lot of people with ADHD are very creative uh yeah I I would say so it's just like hard to focus focus yeah yeah but I think like you can use natural ways to like you know calm down and just like control your ADHD Sometimes, yeah like I would say like it it depends on who you are as a person because mm-hmm. like some as I said like earlier like maybe like natural methods are better for some people it's just like science has ascribed to like oh like you should fix your problems with like modern pills and shit and like that might not work for someone you know and it's also a conspiracy that like um science like prescribing for example material things like pills and stuff could eventually be because it's trying to continue the big pharma and like economic cycle but also there's like placebo effect so Mm -hmm. like sometimes if you give someone a fake pill and they're Mm -hmm. like oh everything's better yeah so maybe people just like assume like pills will like fix all fix them maybe some of the pills have nothing in them but just sugar maybe right and it's just our mind that's fixing us that's why i said we should do more drugs I can, I can, I can visibly see the effect it has yeah, on me. Yeah, honestly, like especially like those natural drugs, like psychedelics and shit. Weed. Do you smoke a lot of weed? Uh, no comment <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to like say it, because in case if your parents listen to it and stuff. Yeah, no comment. Then yeah, don't say it. <laughs> Tell me afterwards though. <laughs> I will. Yeah, but it it is very fascinating. Do you think like those? drugs should be legal because there's way more like destructive drugs like alcohol which is legal mm-hmm. and it harms a lot of people but i think like we're figuring out it right now like i think in like five to ten to fifteen years it could be different like, right the laws i think that they're doing a lot of like clinical trials on like the effects that like lsd and like psilocybin which is the active ingredient in um mushrooms, uh, mushrooms yeah yeah um 
how those affect like mental illnesses like depression and anxiety and Mm -hmm. like i think it has a huge impact i think it has a huge impact too and like you've seen like the apache do like peyote in like the middle of the desert and like like ayahuasca in the middle of the amazon rainforest yeah like it's been a tool for people like past cultures to, like, to heal ex- themselves ex- yeah like because usually a shaman takes you on like this spiritual journey uh-huh. i think that'd be fun yeah honestly and like almost every single culture has been doing it for generations and generations like no matter where you go in the world there's some kind of psychedelic and some kind of shamanism going on mm-hmm. it's not just like um in russia or like in in slavic cultures no it's all over the fucking world Mm-hmm. You go to like Sahara, they did like uh, toad venom and stuff like that. Frog oh, venom. yeah, I've heard of that. Like they lick a toad. Yeah. Yeah. The venom of the toad yeah, induces yeah. a psychedelic experience in you. And like you go to India, ancient India, there was this thing called Soma where they cre- mixed a bunch of ingredients and they created a, a drink, mm-hmm. drunk that, or you drank that and you basically got in touch with the gods. That's what I'm saying. Like I think people should do a lot more drugs. Yeah. It's like nature's, it's like our connection to the other realm, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like a tool to connect to the other realm. Yeah. Like that sensory organ that we're missing, it's those plants. And the, we, there's this book called um, Entangled Life mm-hmm. by, oh, what's his name? Merlin Sheldrake. Mm-hmm. And so this book talks about like mushrooms and like um, fungi. So, like, funguses. Mm-hmm. So, he talks a lot about, like, these um, mycorrhizal networks of, like, mushrooms connecting to other mushrooms and, like, yeah, yeah, plants. Yeah. And it, he called it, like, the wood wide web. And, like, you know, like, whatever. Like, mushrooms only discovered, like, 4% of them. And, like, uh-huh. we don't know their function. And, like, they're such a big part of the world and, like, the... Nature itself. Nature and how... Um, a lot of the things we would have we wouldn't have without mushrooms and like he talked about like psychedelics in there too and like you know like i think we don't give a lot of credit to these things we don't yeah because we're so concerned with fucking bullshit like covid or like who's gonna win the political election yeah. or like oh what a, how, how am i gonna finish we don't this assignment focus enough on like our own journey yeah and, like the world and it'd be so like cool if everyone just like Focused reverted on. back to like you know like ba- like past cultures and uh-huh. like shamanism and like all those things can you imagine how many people would change through a psychedelic experience right now i think about that all the time i'm like you the world would be a better place yeah yeah the world would be a better place honestly like if if all the political leaders had like four sessions of mushrooms <laughs> before they became like sit there and like write and like, yeah yeah because like some people have like creative breakthroughs or like they figure out the problem to a, like this like research question they were working on or like they figure out their purpose in life or like i feel like they lose life, the fear of death yeah like ego um, ego dissolution. death yeah ego death mm-hmm. i feel like it would just like open expand yeah and our minds it's very scary for certain people too because you can have bad trips as well. Yeah, and I think that's, you, I think they're just f- helping you face something. Some truth, yeah, that yeah. you don't want to face. Yeah, and like yeah. sometimes people run away from from truth. 
Yeah, and they're not ready to face it. Yeah, I think we're all guilty of it, though, honestly. It's a human nature. Yeah. If you live in a modern society. But I think everybody should start doing psychedelics. The world would be a hell of a lot better place. Amen. We we will stop fucking each other up, and we will start loving each other. Yeah, like, I I think it would just... Because some people just have no compassion for, like, other people. And, you know, like, I stopped being friends with, like, this one girl recently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, like, you're being a bad friend. And she was like, oh, we just have different types of friendship. And I'm like, oh, you need to do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. You should bring her some drugs. Do it with her. Uh, or not. Been there, done that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> did, not, did not like the experience she provided. Ah, uh, Okay. Then maybe it's not the best idea. No, I was like, eh, she's just a bad person. Can't be around those vibes. <laughs> true, true. But I think there needs to be like bad people or like evil people out there because like without those polarities, we wouldn't know like what good is. That's true, and you know, or like what pain is. without pleasure. Yeah, like you exactly. Have to know the other side to know one side. Like the whole like Adam had to eat the apple, or Eve had to eat the apple. I think it's, it was Adam, right? Or both of them had I, to eat the apple. I think it was Eve. The 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 tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge the could be psychedelic. What if it was? Right? Oh, there's this guy named Brian Murarescu. You should definitely look this episode up from Joe Rogan. I think you'll, you'll like it. Yeah? This Joe Rogan podcast episode? This yeah. One? What's his name? Brian Murarescu. So B-R-I-A-N. And then M-U-R-A. Oh, I found it. Okay, yeah. What does he do? Secret history of religion religion with no name. So he was basically talking in the podcast and he was saying like how religion Mm -hmm. and like sacred texts have a lot of like hidden meanings behind them and like how psychedelics is intertwined with all the religions in the world. That's what I'm saying. Like all these like cultures had a shaman like had a spiritual leader guiding them through yeah like these experiences not even like that kind of how do you think people build the pyramids i think about that all the fucking time what if like some guys some like priests or whatnot they were like you know high as fuck or on some psychedelic or like you know gone from this yeah maybe something like that dmt something like that like that you find in egypt and they were like high as fuck out of this world and they contacted these entities and these entities were like this is how this is how you can create the pyramids using the tools that you have right now and that's why we can't figure out why they built them yeah maybe we should like full circle right maybe you should do a psychedelic experience and like ask the entities that or have the intention before we go into this uh, experience oh i want to figure out what they did imagine if you figure that shit out oh my god i think you could like i totally believe that like you could figure out the key to the universe probably and after people come out from a psychedelic experience, they say, like, I don't question anything. Like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it is what it is. I love everything. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. You also understand that when you meditate. Like, after you come out from a meditation session, you you start um, recognizing that you think too much. And oh, that overthinking. I, I think too much. Yeah, I do too. A lot. A lot of, like, negative thinking, too. Yeah. I do sleep meditations before I go to sleep, obviously. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like thinking, thinking, thinking. And then I'm like, oh, I remember I'm in a meditation. And then like, I can't remember when it stops. I just like, that's called pass out. I think it's called mindfulness meditation. The thing that you're doing. So you're basically. Yeah, I'm trying to like 
not think and like be mindful of like the words of the meditation right so you like you chant something or not no it's like you listen it's more of like they guide you through this like journey sometimes they're like oh like you're walking up like this mountain and you see like this beautiful blue lake over and like you're getting like you come up to this like cabin and you're sitting in the bed and oh it's so comfy and doesn't it feel so good and they just keep talking and talking and it's it's from an app no i youtube oh youtube okay yeah like search up sleep meditation on youtube uh-huh the best you so just th- calmly there's fall this guy, asleep yeah there's there's this guy michael seeley he's the best mm-hmm. listen to one of his sleep meditations okay michael seeley yeah s-e-a-l-e-y maybe i'm gonna write that shit down michael seeley he like his sleep meditations are the best it's kind of like asmr i I suppose then yeah like his voice is very soothing and like michael seeley yeah so m-i-c-h-a-e-l yeah michael like as you spell michael and then yeah well people spell michael in various different ways nowadays do they i thought michael you could only spell one way michael maybe maybe i'm thinking about michelle yeah, Michelle M I C H E L L. Michael Seeley, I got it. I'll look him up afterwards. He's the best. Yeah. Best sleep meditation ever. Yeah, like, but when you like go through those meditation sessions, it's kind of like the same experience that you have, like. Yeah, like. But in a lesser degree, yeah, like I guess. You're going through this journey of like. Reality itself, yeah. like you're actually, if you think about it, because you're trying to like observe yourself from a higher point rather than like be stuck in here yeah like as they say you're trying to objectively look at yourself and i think like psychedelics really help with like objectively looking at your situation Mm -hmm. and like ego death like people like totally like lose their sense of self after Mm -hmm. like those experiences and like imagine like not knowing who you were like coming out of that and you're like oh do you think maybe like that um thing that you're talking about in japan where like shinto yeah shin, the shinto movement or the religion where they think everything has a spirit do you think it's from psychedelic experiences too because psychedelics show you this exact same thing that everything is one separation is an illusion basically yeah have you seen avatar like the the movie yeah like, by james cameron yeah like and all the like things the are like glowing and connected uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Like the blue hum- human people, Yeah, like the right? whatever. Like, yeah. they're connected and uh-huh. by the whatever braids. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everything, like, glows and it's all, like, interconnected. Like, yeah. I think that's very akin to, like, Shintoism Shinto. and, like, animism. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything has a spirit and, like, there's a life force and... We're I all connected so. to I everything. So. I think yeah. so, too, honestly. Because I was reading, like, Entangled Life and it very, like, you know, like, microrisal networks uh-huh. connect all these different the plants yeah. yeah and it's like the wood wide web and you know like they're all like sharing things and like doing things and like we just can't see it yeah but i think it already exists yeah like i i think like i think we just th- we just spend too much time thinking and doing shit that actually doesn't matter and no and like i feel like people are so concerned about like society yeah and, like, you know, like, I need a job and, like, this. And I'm like, just live your life. Like, you know, like, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, it will. 
like whatever's meant for you will come like you just have to continue forward on this path you are going and try to like not let life get you down Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you believe like you said like about ancestors do you believe like there's spirits out there who are guiding you at Um, times uh i as a kid like my hamster died and i would be like dear flash like (laughs) i miss you you know like i talked to like the spirit of Of the hamster hamster. Uh uh-huh I don't know, like... Because if you say everything is connected, then it has a spirit, right? Yeah. Or something, a force, whatever you call it. I think so, like, I... And what happens to it after it dies? I, I don't know, like, that's what I do want to know. But I do feel like, you know, like... Me? This is not, like, the first time I've done this. Then what? Life. Oh, yeah. You know, I have that feeling a lot, too. Yeah, like, you know, like... mm, mm. You know, you're the first person ever, like, in this show who said that. I said that to a million different guests, and they're like, oh, okay. No, like, I feel like, like, you know, like... if You understand it, then. Like, I go through the same shit sometimes. Yeah, like, if spirits, you know, like, can be reincarnated and, like, continue, like... For souls or whatnot. Yeah, and there's, like, people, like who died and maybe they weren't reincarnated for whatever reason yeah like they finally figured like their soul finally found whatever Eternal, they were looking for like peace. nirvana or whatnot yeah like, like you know it, like you're just going to continue and continue for, yeah like, the human experience until like your internal like soul is satisfied yeah. i i once heard this like beautiful explanation of what god is from this guy named paul check mm-hmm. it's like a holistic practitioner he says God is like a little child. He loves all the experiences. Mm-hmm. And just because God is all-knowing doesn't mean he has all the experiences. So he's mm-hmm. basically getting his experiences through us. Like uh, vicariously living yeah, through vicariously us? living through us. We're basically all God talking to each other. Yeah, that's why I don't really believe in a God. Like, I feel like, you know, like, we're all just, like, living and there's, like, this internal, like, spirit. Yeah, which is, like, just one thing. It's so weird mm-hmm. to like describe materially or physically because it's impossible yeah, to like, describe there's it. There's no like words. Yeah, there's no physical thing that's connecting you to this like spirit. Yeah. It's kind of like just you're living the human experience through your consciousness and you just remember whatever happened to you and you don't know if that actually happened because sometimes I like, did that really happen or did I just make that up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, some shit like that. And he, he was trying to say that, like, you know how a child plays with, like, different figures mm-hmm. when he's, like, bored and shit? God is essentially doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's creating different figures, me and you, mm-hmm. playing with itself, creating a story. Because essentially, what is ego? The ego is a collection of stories. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like, what is Angelina? It's all this... A collection this... of stories. Yeah. Like, a collection of memories. And yeah. memories are stories. Yeah, exactly. I totally get it. Right? So, it's it's, like... It's all for the experience. So no experience is bad, essentially, he was trying to say. And I know some people, like, don't live the human experience. Like, I find a lot of people, like, have trouble accepting things the way they are. Like, that's why that girl and I stopped being friends. Like, she was like, oh, like, I need to get married. I feel like my life Uh is behind. She's 22 and she's getting married. What the fuck? And she's like, oh, like, all these people are finishing, like, university and I'm going to be 23 when I graduate or something. Like yeah i was like you you're got not plenty behind. of time yeah. yeah i was like what there's are no you? race i was like what are you rushing towards she's like i need a house i need at least if i get married i have that and i was like you know like you just live the experience like there's no like 
It's the same There's with like n- evolution. You're not progressing towards an destination. End goal. Yeah. yeah, like it's just progress. Like you're just gonna. It's just the experience itself yeah. that matters. And things will change as time goes on, and like you'll live through whatever, however many years you live, and like you can't rush it, you can't change it. It just happens. Like no one ever knew COVID was gonna happen. It just did. You know, like out of the blue, like all of a sudden, like everything shut down, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, like this is an experience. Like yeah, it is. It might honestly. as well happen. You know. And, like, denying it causes a shit ton of problems. I figured that out the hard way. Mm-hmm. But when I started accepting it, like, I was very, like, outgoing. And, like, I like to just leave this place, the house. I don't mm-hmm. like to stay in at home a lot. Yeah, you just go explore. Yeah. I, I was, like, half the time I was either in school or at the gym or, mm-hmm. like, somewhere else with my friends. I was barely I at home. It's kind of fun we experienced, like, a global pandemic. You know, I yeah. can say I lived through, like, a global pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if you don't get the vaccine and don't go to university, like, next semester. It's an semester, experience. Yeah, it's an experience. Like, whatever. Like, that's... I I'll picked, figure it out. Yeah, I picked that path for me. You know, like, it's going to happen however it happens, you know, like... It's a unique path, right? Yeah. Like, nobody else has done it, let's Mm-mm. say. And you'll never in, know what through happens. Through my body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've been conditioned to, like think that we should be striving for a goal or like a oh yeah that's a, such a, a big, fucking destination like yeah. a big house like i need beautiful a career family. i need yeah. to be established i need to do this and it's like oh just like slow down like yeah what's the fucking rush like my polish friend he likes to say like are you are you rushing to fucking die or what yeah like like there's no rush to, to die yeah just relax you know and like it'll happen as it happens it'll happen when it happens it'll yeah happen if it's supposed to happen yeah, like, and also, like, that thing with, like, everything that happens happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And actually it does, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, whatever, like... It adds to your own unique experience. Because you can always have doubts and, like, question, like, oh, is this really the way it's going to play out? You'll never know until it happens. You yeah. Know? Like, you can't, like, stress about it. That's something I really have a difficult time with because I like control. I like to have, like, control over, over things. like, everything. Like, mm-hmm. I have to drive everywhere. I have to you know be in charge of the group project so everything mm. goes my way so it's like really like just letting go is my, right like, yeah my i have my moral dilemma i kind of have the same problem honestly with things it's i think people who are like very engaged and shit and they're like not lazy mm-hmm. they have that kind of problem they like to be in charge of their life yeah but certain things you can't control yeah you gotta like just, just let go yeah and that's you know and like, let it let the dance take place and everything is like our own personal experience. So when people try to like dictate your own like life experiences, it's like, oh, like. Fuck off. Yeah. Like as much as I want control over my life, you don't have control over like things I do. And like my experience is different than your experience, mm-hmm. especially like and um, things that work for you won't work for me and vice versa. Yeah. And it's just like you can change someone else's path. Like they're just going to exist and you have to be OK with that. And I feel like a lot of people like, like angry all the time about like certain things. It's like it's just gonna be there. Like accept it and yeah. Live. Live. Survive. <sighs> On that note, let's end this shit. <laughs> How long is it? Two hours and thirty three minutes. Oh, wow, yeah, it's getting dark. I don't wanna yeah. drive home. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening. Done. Done.